You'll also find whisk, hand sanitizer, and watermelon or coconut. Just $4.75 a bottle. And get your candy for Halloween at this and that trading post on the Dallas High Shoals Road right across from the flea market. It's time to make your daydreams come true with a visit to Rustic Roots Salon and Spa. Now open in Cherryville on the corner at 100 East Main Street. Misty Kalo and Bailey Richardson invite you to come on in. Walk-ins are welcome. The new Rustic Roots Salon and Spa is open Tuesday through Saturday from 9 a.m. until 8 p.m. Rustic Roots Salon and Spa features color, cut, on-site and travel special occasion, hair and makeup, plus lash extensions, brow and facial waxing. And to make an appointment, call 704-898-4956 or 980-241-2041. Now open at 100 East Main Street on the corner in downtown Cherryville. Like them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Since 1986, Witherspoon Insurance Agency in Shelby has been serving families across Shelby and Cleveland County. And today, Wayne Witherspoon continues the tradition of bringing you the best insurance at the best possible price. With names like the Hartford, Safeco, Progressive, National General, and Travelers. Drop by the office today at 125 North Lafayette Street in Shelby and talk with one of their friendly hometown agents. Witherspoon Insurance Agency, your independent insurance agency since 1986. The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherubal Gastonia. This is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and KTCBroadcasting.com. Turn that one off right there. All right. All right. Now we get online, Hunter. I believe. 
I'm getting an echo. You hearing an echo too? I'm hearing an echo. Yeah. Hmm. Is that y'all or me? How about now? I no, I don't think so now. Is uh, that good? I think I got it. All right. So Hunter had to hit a button there, but we yeah. good now. Uh, good morning, everybody. KTC Broadcasting. Uh, like we said, this is a Saturday version of the Shock Jocks uh, uh, Sports Podcast. Hunter and I do it Mondays and Tuesdays. I mean Wednesdays. Uh, two two o'clock to four o'clock uh, here in the KTC Broadcasting Studios. We cover uh, you know a little more in depth in some of these things than we can get to on Saturdays. Commercial break free, and then when Hunter gets really mad, he's he can cuss on there because the, it's not FCC regulated, so uh, he can yell about his uh, bad weekend and uh, it that, was that, a bad that, weekend. that he had last weekend, and uh, so just. Uh, he he got he got some of his frustrations out on Monday, so uh, hopefully he's nice and relaxed. He's got a biscuit in him in his belly this morning from Mitchum's Kitchen. What'd you have this morning, Hunter? I had uh, sunrise wrap. Got one in here waiting for you. Well, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna make it there because JP and Tom are not coming in today. Ah, well, so then I'll probably at a break walk that in there to you. It's the Three Stooges of uh, this morning. Uh, it looks like Tom may be, uh, joining in on watching, uh, this morning before he umpires uh, and throws someone out, I guess. So you can say hello to, to, to Tom and, and, and Tom, remember Hunter, what does he need to do? Like and share. Oh yeah. Like and share. Yeah. He's probably already did that. <coughs> He's usually pretty good about yeah, liking and right sharing. We're what, well, you know, when you're at home, Terry, you know, you, you get a little slack sometimes. So I gotta <laughs> make sure we remind him. He might be. He might be sitting there like Jeffrey Tubin, Hunter, and uh, <laughs> watching the video. But not just Tom. We want to thank everybody else that tunes in and does, in fact, like and share. We truly appreciate right. it. So the reason we say like and share, like and share, the way the the algorithms and stuff, uh, when you share, uh, it, it gets it out better than uh, any type of uh, advertising or, or anything, any of our posts. So share with, the, share with your friends and your family, and uh, we'll have a – and uh, you can call in the show. You can comment. Uh, we'll, we'll try to get to your comments sometimes. Uh, for most time, we'll try to get to them. Say hello uh, to, to our listeners and watchers. You can call in at 704-435-2844 uh, with, with comments and, and suggestions and, and tell uh, Terry and Hunter just how bad wrong they are. I don't know about that. No? You, you don't have any? You don't have any? All depends. Yeah, it all depends. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they mean by wrong right. maybe to them i'm wrong yeah. it doesn't necessarily mean that i am wrong and they're really not never going to know until the weekend's over so exactly so, you know <laughs> i could have been wrong that weekend but i'll be right next <laughs> exactly so uh we'll start with uh to, to open the show here in our first little segment we'll start with <clears throat> hunter's heartbreak weekend oh, uh last week uh I don't know if you you guys remember uh, that I asked <coughs> uh, asked Terry uh, and, and no I asked Hunter uh, would we be looking at his two favorite teams facing <laughs> off in the national championship game Terry and you and me said no chance and you know Hunter Hunter said one team would make it and uh, and wasn't the Tar Heels on that one and so he's Hunter is a Tar Heel and a Georgia fan. And so he he thought he was going to have him just a big old year this year, and and then, you know, it just didn't work out last weekend. We're going to get into college football in a little bit and talk in, about why. 
We got a big game today, Terry. KTC broadcasting, Wolfpack and Tar Heels, and uh, we're going to get in a little bit of that as well. Then Hunter also, you know, is a Braves fan, and a lot of our listener and viewership is as well. And and of course, a uh, little heartbreaking weekend. Uh, Hunter was a little pumped, you know, Saturday morning. I said, you know, you worried about seven. He said, we're going to win it tonight. And we can talk about that in just a little bit too. Uh, we got some NBA news to get into as well. NASCAR big uh, weekend here uh, in uh, Texas. We've got um, last weekend's winning Joey Logano locked in his spot in the final uh, in the final four. Andre's got some sound and video for that in just a little bit. So we're going to listen to some. We got uh, comments from Brad Keselowski, uh, Chase Elliott, and then we got sounds from the race. Uh, the 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 best and funniest thing to listen to if you have the you know the wonderful web and I guess our listeners I mean our viewers do, uh, Hunter is um, it's called Radioactive, mm-hmm. and just it, it's just just type in on your 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 Twitters your Facebook or, or or YouTube NASCAR Radioactive, and what they do it's usually about a five minute clip. Um, I, we could probably play some of it. Uh, that um, but what they do is is they take the radio from the drivers. And the crew chief's going back and forth, and there's some bleeped out words in in the oh, okay. uh, in the segment. So it's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, so if, if it's kind of like, um, what's the radio station around here that does like out of context NASCAR? Yeah, th- it's it sounds. But yeah, yeah. I know that they do that and golf. And yeah, I, the, I I know exactly what you're talking about. Those are hilarious. So we ought to play some of that sometime, but yeah, but so it's, it's the, there's no like ad lib or, 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 right. or editing. It's just straight up. Um, the, the, the crew chiefs and it's a little five minute and it, you know, it, it does the whole race and, and it's, the, it's the guys cussing each other and you hear a lot of Kyle Bush whining uh-huh. and, and, and things like right. that. And, uh, not, and you know, it's funny like hearing some of the guys, uh, uh, just, uh, how they you know if they're fans of or not fans of the other driver you just, mm-hmm. you can tell um, right not necessarily they'll call him a certain name or anything they just you know that guy can you know he's gonna get it next uh, next okay. lap and yeah, things like gonna, that gonna rough him up just a little bit and then they yell at their crew chiefs and Terry speaking of yelling at crew chiefs that'd been interesting back in the day to hear and people did listen because you you could but I'm just talking about now what about Earnhardt yelling at his crew back in the day. And, and having replays of it through the week. Yeah, and I mean, you know, he's almost like Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch does a lot of his own yelling and stuff, too. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, if things are not going your way, you want to blame somebody else, and sometimes it might be yourself. So you just got to be able to take the blame yourself once it happens. Every once in a while. You know. Um, so we've got, uh, let's see. Uh, Taylor, what are you eating this morning? I had a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Um, so, as for Mitchin's Kitchen, uh, Terry, phone number up there? Uh, 704-276-1155. All right, guys. Um, let's see. We've got NFL news to talk about. We'll show Terry our power rankings and, and Super Bowl rankings from uh, this week that we did on the show. We're going to propose uh, to Terry a college football and our radio listeners that don't get that don't catch us on the weekdays. Um, we, we've... Me and Hunter's put together a little. He might like it. College football playoff system, and uh, we're going to see if what, what Terry thinks about it, and the fans, and everyone else. And 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 this is and 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 basically, I don't even want to talk about any other teams that aren't in in that playoff, Hunter. 
And uh, that those are sixteen teams. The rest of them are are, are nothing to me. Even right those, like four or five of them had just play. Uh, I think yeah, this is this week. I'll have uh, to look at it. Powerful, yeah. I know Dallas stayed in the same spot. That's the reason I was the one. Well, yeah. well, as of Thursday night, that's actually changed. So we'll see what happens on the weekend. Dallas is no longer in first place. Terry, uh, Philadelphia took over the spot. They will be Thursday night when they beat the uh, Giants after Daniel Jones uh, tripped up. Uh, on that play. Oh, my God. That, oh, what do you kid. think about that, Hunter? Now, I'll tell you, <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to say something after you. I'm going to hear your opinion first, and then I'm going to give a comment on it. He did not. What did I, how do, how do I want to put this? I can't say it. I can't say it. What I really think about it, I can't say it. All right? Okay. But what I will say is that's unfortunate for him. But, fun fact, they showed out so – on a Lamar Jackson run this year, he topped out at 20.2 miles per hour. On that run, Daniel Jones topped out at 21.5 miles per hour. <laughs> he was booking it. So, so, so that was kind of something I wanted to get to, and, and maybe uh, Terry <laughs> will maybe kind of know what I'm talking about here with, with this. So, uh, Hunter, in practice, how many times do you think Daniel Jones tries to run full speed 85 yards? <laughs> Probably never. <laughs> never in his life, right? No. no. Okay. His so, eyes were probably so big right. that he had that kind of lane and that much grass in front of him. Right. So, Terry, <laughs> how, doesn't it take usually the first part of football season? There's a reason that you practice a couple of weeks with a helmet on your head. It's to get your balance, feel the weight on your head, run around with it. Quarterbacks aren't used to running. Well, not most. A lot of quarterbacks. Daniel Jones, he can run, <laughs> right? But he's not used to running. Like I said, eighty-five yards. On a he's sprint. not. His game is not Lamar's. So I'm not saying I've broke out for eighty yards and fell. I've broke out for ten and did the same thing. What What happens is, is that you just, if you haven't been practicing that, and you get out there and you're like, "Oh well, crap!" Now I got to run full speed. And you got, you know, you're a little bit weighted different than you're if you're running in the track or your backyard or playing flag football. It, it's, I felt so bad so, for him because, like, he <laughs> fell, and of course, in the NFL, if you're not touched, you can get up and right, keep running. Yeah. Right. I thought he was going to be able to get up and finish, but no, no. I know it would have been dumb to have just asked the defensive backs to be like, look, just give it to him. Right. <laughs> he tried so hard. So, just, so, just give it to him. Right. Right. So, what I'm saying is, I know how he feels where you. you Either your legs are going faster than your body's used to, or your head's leaning forward more than you're used to. And I think, and maybe he tripped up. I don't know if I didn't. I haven't I seen a slow of his monster speed. Got him. I don't know. It, but it and looked also, to me he just was leaning forward, like I'm saying. And maybe yeah, he's when just you not. get out in front of people <laughs> in the NFL, you keep looking back. And I think him rotating that head is what got him off balance. Yeah, his first mistake was going to Duke, but we all we you know y'all know that. So. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back, and we'll talk uh, World Series baseball and Atlanta Braves, NASCAR and college football and NFL, all coming up shortly on ktcbroadcasting.com. You know, we always tell our kids that there's no such thing as a money tree, but did you know at Friendship Nissan and Forest City, we kind of do have a money tree? Our Money Tree gives a $500 better price on any new Nissan, and that's a $500 guarantee that we put in writing. We have no haggle, clear choice pricing, 
the region's only non-commissioned sales force, and we have the only lifetime warranty with no time or mileage limits. So you see, at Friendship Nissan, we kind of do have a money tree, and we're located in Forest City. The NASCAR Xfinity Series heads to the Lone Star State. Green flag in the air, and we're underway here in Texas. The O'Reilly Auto Parts 300. Get ready to be three wide down the backstretch for the first time. Here comes Austin Cedric, and he is on the move. He's on the hunt, and he's in the first place. It's Brandon Jones, and he will lose his position. Alfredo gets sideways and hits the outside wall. The O'Reilly Auto Parts 300, Saturday, October 24th at 4 p.m. On Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kgcbroadcasting.com. Tee it up in the shadows of beautiful Crowder's Mountain at Crowder's Mountain Golf Course. Play in Ride 18 Monday through Friday for $28 and $25 after 2 p.m. On weekends and holidays, play in Ride for $38 and $33 after 2 p.m. Monday is Ladies' Day. Ladies play in Ride for $18 and seniors play in Ride Monday through Friday for $25. For your tee time, call 704-734-0383 for Crowder's Mountain Golf Course. Carolina Federal Credit Union in Cherryville wants to remind you that holiday shopping is right around the corner. And now you can get a fixed-rate Visa credit card with 1% cash back and rewards from Carolina Federal Credit Union with rates as low as 10.90% APR. And you can apply online at carolinafcu.org backslash visa or drop by their office at 1200 East Church Street in Cherryville. Make holiday shopping easy with your new fixed-rate Visa card with 1% cash back from Carolina Federal Credit Union in Cherryville. At United Bank, banking means more than financial solutions. It means rallying around the causes that matter to their employees, customers, and neighbors. Over the years, United Bank has grown in size, but their community focus has not changed. By giving back to our local communities and funding business development, we help fuel economic growth. United Bank, member FDIC. If you're in the market for new flooring, go to this area's most recommended flooring store. That's Flooring America on Slater Street in Kings Mountain. Flooring America in Kings Mountain is where friends send friends for their flooring needs. And right now, you'll find the ever-popular luxury vinyl plank for only $2.99 a square foot. That's right, only $2.99 a square foot. All during the Fresh Start Flooring Sale. Give your home a refresh with one stop at Florin America, 602 Slater Street in Kings Mountain, online at FlorinAmericaKingsMountain.com. Welcome back to Saturday Sports Talk. I'm Kevin Hastings along with Hunter Yancey and Terry Reinhardt this morning, and we've got Hunter, that was, you took me off guard with that last comment, and, hold on, I hadn't turned you on yet. You got me mistaken. You said you didn't know. You've got me mistaken. I said I didn't think trans trains ran often anymore, as mm-hmm. in, like, there's not a whole lot of them. At least, at least I'm just thinking commuter trains. Oh. Obviously, there's not many of those. I know there are shipping trains there for logistic go. purposes, but. The shipping is nonstop. Uh, Yeah. Well, yeah. I know you you hear them come through. There's no here cabooses going around with, pe- with, 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 the, with people with people, people smoking a cigar on the back oh, porch. Oh, that's unfortunate. I wish we could bring back <laughs> those days, you know. Uh, yeah, you pe- hardly ever see them, man. There's so many of them. All right, but well, I remember growing up. Um, you got to go know, to Tweetsie. Well, for that. while you man, sit on the tra- while you sit on the tra- while you sit and waited for the train, the exciting part was waiting on the caboose to come by. Mm-hmm. And then that's really all you did was like, "Hey, yeah. here's the caboose." That's really how you learn how to count. 
Yeah, you can. Your parents would sit there and say, all right, let's count the, the how many mm-hmm. trains are on here. And then you'd be one, two, three, mm-hmm. trying to keep up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's better than right anything. Right beside my grandpa, Reinhardt, who lived uptown, we as always, and we'd count every train that ever come by. And that was one of our theories when we got out there. So you knew when that train was coming, mm-hmm. we was counting cars. See, when you're young, you think it's cool. You see the train go by. And little do you know until you get older and you can drive on your own that your parents were really kind of just annoyed that they had to stop yeah. and sit here for the slow train to roll by. Cause That's they're just, true. They're just like, yeah, okay, you think the train's really cool. And now that I'm of the age where I drive and always I hit the train stop every now and then at the tra- at the railroad tracks, I'm like, are you serious? I could have made that. Come on. He's he's not even here yet. He's not even here yet. And, it, and it's the bars at, are down. The bars are down. Yeah. He's not even here yet. <laughs> I'm trying to go somewhere. Poor Hunter. I used to always get hit with the tra- at the railroad tracks, um, stopping there at the r- train stop in North Davidson Street in Charlotte. Mm. I feel like I'd always get stopped there. I'm like, why? Why is there? Why is this happening? I'm busy. I'm trying to get the class. <laughs> Poor Hunter again. Yes, poor, very, poor me. This has been a bad weekend, you know. <laughs> Past last bad last weekend, very all right, bad. All right, Hunter, tell us talk about them Braves. Uh, we talked a little bit about this week. He, he talked a little bit about a lot. Uh, I had and, notes and everything somewhere in here. But the, yeah, they've probably he, been thrown away. I haven't thrown anything. But Terry, he had like a, he's got a notes with like a five step process of fixing the Braves <laughs> and like he he. I mean he he he's he's in a. Sta- he's there. in a weird sure state, I, I think. Well, all I have to say is the same thing. I just can reiterate it. We overachieved. I mean, we did. A team that loses their ace that early in the season, not to mention we were supposed to have Cole Hamels, and he didn't pitch at all this year for us. Acuna at one point during the season was on and off the injury list, and we were still fighting to try, and we had two rookies in our three starting pitcher rotation. So we overachieved to even get to a game seven of a World Series or a NLCS and only lose by one. If that game was so up in the air, it could have went either way. So my takeaway from the NLCS was basically that we're very close. If we're not injured and we do have Soroka and we, and we don't just have that three man starting pitching rotation, I think we're a little bit. I think we're in a better spot. But one of the things that can't happen either is you can't have Ronald Acuna Jr. go four for 31 that's in the whole NLCS. That's horrible. That's horrible. Ozuna showed up. Mm-hmm. Freddie Freeman showed up at times. He had two home runs in the series. Dansby Swanson showed up whenever he needed to. Even Ozzy showed up a little bit. So you had everybody else showing up except for the guy that is considered to be the next cornerstone of your team going forward. And I know he's young. I think he's still only in his third or fourth year. But still, you can't let the lights get too bright in that moment. We are young, if you look at it this way. A lot of people really didn't pick us making it out of the first round. I still expect a written apology from you 29 of 30 ESPN writers that chose the Reds to upset the Braves in the first round. I expect an apology. Braves Nation does too. So to me, we overachieved. And it's just it's just one of those things where I, I'm upset that we didn't close because we had three opportunities mm-hmm. to close. And you and, led and, in Game 5 and 6. Yes. 
and we led, and it just didn't work out. And you know what? The Dodgers are a good team, but that's all I've heard all year. Dodgers, Dodgers, Dodgers. Who's going to beat the Dodgers? Who can even keep up with the Dodgers? And until the Rays won game two in the fashion that they did win game two, I sat Wednesday and told Kevin, look, I'll be straight up. I thought the Dodgers World Series was the NLCS. I thought that was the tougher competition because the, there's nobody even on Tampa Bay squad that hits 300. <laughs> nobody. And we had four or five of them just within our, our starting lineup. So, and our pitching staff showed up. So, to me, if you got you had the combination of both of those, that's why it was the toughest series as it was. Going forward, the only things that I would really do to, to ensure that we can get back there next year, I want us to re-sign Ozuna. And it's mostly because I'm afraid somebody else is going to see what he did this year and throw a bunch of money at him. Um, the Dodgers, um, the Yankees, um, the Red Sox, just somebody that's got more money than we do. They'll throw it at him. Hopefully we get healthy. Soroka, everybody comes back off an Achilles injury different. But for a pitcher, I think he should, be, he sh- should still be able to come off with ease. He's not really using his foot much other than just the plant and land. His, everything's with his shoulder and his upper body movement, so I think he'll be able to come back. Cole Hamels, you got to be healthy. I really don't know what was wrong with you this year. And Felix Hernandez, if you stay with us, I know it was really like a one-year deal, but I, I hate that you opted out. So other than that, it was get healthy, re-sign Ozuna, and then deepen the bullpen. A lot of people said, oh, the bullpen is real, looking really good for the Braves. To me, the bullpen was what caused us in some of the games. The starter was in there. And they said, all right, we're going to pull you maybe around the fifth or sixth inning. And then what happened? The guy that came in let up a bomb or maybe let up two or three batters to get on base. The guy that would do it the most was Will Smith. No, not Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Will Smith. But, and not even their catcher, Will Smith, who I'm talking about. The Dodgers catcher. I'm talking about the, our, our, we got a guy from the bullpen, Will Smith. He would let up bombs. O'Day would let up bombs. And it was just, it was tough to watch the last three games, because that we imploded, it's just we didn't finish. And so I think we should be one of the favorites to get back to the NLCS next year because I don't see anybody really going anywhere. And we'll hopefully have Mike Soroka back. So Terry, was that a bunch of bull and did the Braves choke? I don't think they choked. I'm going to be the first one. I think sometimes when you make – mid-season trades which the Dodgers did and got Bettis that proved to me the difference in that series because I mean he played he mm-hmm. produced when he had to and his defense uh, was outstanding yeah and, and and I think the things for Braves fans that's so hard to understand is when you're up three to one yeah I mean you're you, it'd be like me you got three chances mm-hmm. you know and you have a lead in game five and you blow it okay cool I, I can deal with that then you got blown out in game six. But then you come back in game seven, and you've got a lead again, and you blow it. You know, I think those are the hardest ones because you had a three-and-one lead, and then you lost four to three on account of two games you couldn't finish what you started. And uh, mm-hmm. I think for the Braves, Ozuna is huge Yeah, because uh, he did produce. And uh, Acuna, hey, he's going to come around. I mean, it's the first World Series. I mean, championship series he's been in and sometimes you falter you know if you're an elite athlete and he'll get better at that but i still think the trade the dodgers made to get best 
was huge. I think that's going to win that. That's going to win this World Series. And they're going to say that's why he come to L.A. on this. You know, the only thing I think the Braves need to worry about is they need, to me, they've got pitching. I don't think they have to worry about that if all of them come back healthy. And you're going to have hitting if all your guys come back and you can keep them. But I still think you need one more stick. And But, I mean, when you look at the Braves and you got Riley batting last. Yeah. I mean, I don't know where else you can stick somebody to make them better, you know. So, I I don't know. I, I feel for Braves fans. Well, I always, because, I mean, like I said, back in 95, they won. And they're like the Cowboys. You you keep hoping they're going to get back and something's going to happen along the way that they don't make it. Now you're going to have to start a hole. And now they're talking, what, 162 games now. You know, and it's a big difference from 60. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so, and I think that was one of the things too that was that made it exciting for me this year. Is it did. The sixty game season was one of the main reasons why I kept up with it so so much more is because I think me and Kevin have talked about it multiple times. Like some so to some people, what is game one of one oh five? Like yeah. or what is game one twenty? There's too many people that watch major league baseball and heck, I'm one of them that'll watch it to start to see how you start mm-hmm. and then if Kansas City's doing good. Hey, I'm I'm looking at it all the time. If we falter off the start, you know, I start losing interest. Right. I'll come back around June, well, in the middle of July, really, because it's right. coming down the stretch to see who's running and who's not. I don't try to keep up with it in the middle because there's too many games, mm-hmm. you know, and anything can happen. A little five-game lead, you can be ten games back by the time you get to July. Right, so, and anything can happen. Yeah. So, well, so. easy math on this. If you can miss 60 regular season games of your favorite team and still watch more games of your team than you would if you watched every NBA and every NFL game of your favorite team. It'd be True. It'd be 102 to 98. Mm-hmm. You can yeah. miss 60 games. That's, a lot, that's just a ton. And, and we've, we, we've said for years on here we'd rather have more playoffs than – than regular season games, I, I you know I like the way the playoffs ha- happen. I don't like the three game, uh, mm-hmm. do, do five minimum. Um, anything can happen in three. Um, as far as the Braves, I don't. I'm not saying they're choking, but um, if if you had all your cho- if you had all your starters playing mm-hmm. and you lost that, I would definitely be dogging about choking. Probably, but you guys did. If you had Soroka and Felix and everybody out there, then I'm like, ha ha, Hunter, y'all choked. Right. But we talked about it during the week, you guys. If I told you before it started. You're not going to have Soroka. Do you expect to get to Game Seven and up in Game Seven and then lose by one run uh, with the pitching staff that you have? And for the most part, the pitching staff, like Terry said, they they mowed through the playoffs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I I must say something else. <laughs> I mean, that's just like this when it comes to the World Series and the way Dodgers handled Game One. I'm like, this can be sweet. That they just going to sweep these Rays. You know, Rays first time, my second time in there. But, uh, I mean, he's so young. Only one guy's been in the World Series before, you know, and I'm like, well, this is going to be sweet. Then they come back and win game two. Well, last night I was like, hey, Morton's on the mound. Hey, might have a chance. Well, you know, then they got dusted last night, you know. So Dodgers are exceptionally above and beyond anybody in Major League Baseball. I'll put it like that. You know, maybe the Yankees can contest a little bit but the Yankees just have a bunch of home run hitters mm-hmm. the Dodgers have everything they got they can steal bases they can hit for singles they can hit for doubles they can hit for home runs they've got everything that you need where if you look at the Yankees it's a bunch of power hitters 
We're going to beat you by hitting Anybody the ball else, out of here. else, whenever they see you the know. Dodgers play and they put the shot on Cody Bellinger, just think he's high? <laughs> I mean, you know, my God, he always is just staring off. Of, I will tell you something about him. But before the home run against the Braves, mm-hmm. I was sitting there, and I'm looking at all these names, and, and, and they were showing the lineup, and I didn't see Bellinger in the top couple. And mm-hmm. they showed him. They went through, and he was sixth. Right. I was like, why is he batting sixth? And that was the same inning that he come up and bombed one. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Man, I don't see, know what's going Because I haven't been paying attention that much to the Dodgers. But right. that, that dude can play. The last couple of years, he's been in all of our talks about when we look at the wars and start comparing players, he's been one of the I top five players in everything. he was National League MVP last year was the it? year before. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he was so. one of the two. Yeah. Six. yeah, the kid can play. And <laughs> don't get me wrong, I like Cody Bellinger, but obviously I hate that he put that dagger in us. Now, there's a big argument on the, on the internet now, Hunter, about is, is Betts better than, than Trout now? There's no a lot of that. <laughs> oh, my God. It, what's going on? With, is what's he the king of L.A.? Yeah. Yeah. He probably, well, listen, I'll say this. If they if the Dodgers win the World Series, every single one of those players is the king of L.A., yeah. not Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah. Seeger Trout. and all of them. Exactly. Yeah. Corey Seager <laughs> from Charlotte. Yeah. He is, so, he's hey, if he wins it, great. I mean, he's been playing fan phenomenal. He, what it was it? He set an NLCS record. For RBIs in a ser- NLCS series, mm-hmm. I mean he the shortstop. Yeah, the shortstop. He's he's just been playing great. So for the Dodgers, I mean I'll never admit that I want to that I'm going to enjoy seeing them win because they do look they do look a little bit over- menacing compared to the Rays. You know, it's just the bats part of it. I know the Rays have got the pitching, but it's tough when they've got just so many bats to send through. Like Kevin just said, you got Bellinger in the six hole. Are you serious? Think about the five guys that are in front of him. One through three is so dangerous when it comes from Betts to Seager and then Turner. Yeah. Justin Turner can hit the lights out when it comes to postseason. It's just that lineup is tough. But I said this, Terry, and I don't know if you can agree with me, but you might because you're a Royals fan. And, and the reason why I really don't want to see the Dodgers win, same reason I don't want to see the Yankees win, is I don't. I don't want to reward a team that can just go out and buy championships. Yeah, I agree. They can just go out here and buy whatever they want. I don't. I don't like it. I don't think it's good for the sport. I hate whenever. (laughs) I hate whenever you hear major media corporate of guys on television and they're like, "Oh, uh, there's no, you know, major cities or or major, you know, the New Yorks, the Mm -hmm. LA's, the Boston's uh, in this in this World Series or this Super Bowl or whatever." So it's not going to attract as many people to watch it. It's it. The sport is better when these bigger cities and these big name teams are in. And I'm like, why? Why do you think that? You're essentially alienating like 85 percent of the rest of the fan base in baseball because not well, everybody is just a a Dodgers, a Yankees, or a Red Sox fan. I, I would like to know what's the ratings. I mean, is it on account of these first couple games? What kind of Ratings they had for L.A. playing Tampa Bay. Could game one I had a lot, and then probably people saw that and didn't watch game two and Tampa Bay come back and won, and now maybe they might have watched last night because it's one-to-one. Right. You know, and now it went down two-to-one, and you're like, oh, well, they're done again. But my deal is, and and it's like people talk about, either you're pulling for an underdog, a team that their whole lineup, their whole team makes $28 million Mm -hmm. compared – to the L.A. Dodgers where you take Kershaw and Betts and they make $26 million amongst themselves. 
Right. Not counting everybody else on the team. Right. But Tampa Bay's whole squad makes $28 million. That right there to me is, you talk about small market, that's small market. That's Kansas City. That's Tampa Bay. That's everybody. And Tampa Bay, this last few years, has been decent in baseball consistently. But, you know, I mean. But I want you to think about where, like, a majority of the baseball teams are. You know, a lot of the teams are in smaller markets. If you want to compare it. A lot. Well, let's just say this. Every market that's not called L.A. or New York or even Boston in this sport is going to be considered small. Yeah. Even Houston, who's one of the largest cities in the United States. I mean, they don't throw Houston out there as a major market team. So it's and I feel bad because L.A. has got their two baseball teams. But do you think they would say the same thing about if San Diego made it? That's a major market? No, because no, it's not an L.A. team. They would not say that. No. They wouldn't say that. Uh, and I'm just trying to think, you know, other large cities. Like, Miami's a big city, but it's not considered a major market. No. Atlanta, size-wise, is a big city. Population-wise, fun fact, people don't know, Charlotte has more people, but the city alone, skyscrapers and all, yeah. just where it's, how it stretches, Atlanta is bigger. So it's just one of those things where it's weird who wants to deem, you know, what a major market is, and that they deem that's better for the sport when a major market team makes it to the World Series. Would you, as a Royals fan, would you still watch it if it was, you know, Royals and Marlins? Oh, uh, yeah, I would. Yeah, I know you would. Okay, <laughs> now take the Royals out of it. Would you still watch it if it was the Twins and the Marlins? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, that's like me. I watch Well, that's like me right one. now with this World Series. I have no dog in the yeah. fight. I don't like I don't want to see the Dodgers win, so I'm not going to put that on my eyes. I'm not well, watching that. Well, I'm telling you, I watched game one. Dodgers dominate. I said, Psh, this is sweet. I didn't even want to see it no more. I did not watch game two. Mm -hmm. I didn't even watch it. Didn't even turn it over there. Next day morning, I get up and Tampa Bay's won. I said, hey. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they got more, and I'm like, hey, game three might be something. And when I had got off the field last night and got home and turned on television, it's like 6-1. You yeah. know, I mean, it's on into the game, but it's six to one, and I'm like, "Where's right. Morton? What happened?" Right. I mean, what happened? You know, what so. happened here? Yes, that's just it's strange. Um, the only sport that really draws me, well, only there are only two sports that really will draw me championship wise to watch, regardless of who's in it. It's NBA and the NFL. Super Bowl. Super I'll Bowl. I'll watch it no matter who's in it on right. that day. I'm gonna watch the Super Bowl. Right. And yeah. The college national championship for football definitely does. I'll yeah. watch that, too, just because I think it's the football draw of it. Yep. I think that's why. Um, but for baseball-wise, you know, I remember a few years ago, I watched the Astros win their cheating World Series. I'll admit it, but nobody knew at the time what they were doing. But the one that I did watch that I, I had to get to a television because I didn't know. I wanted to watch history was when the Cubs won. Now, yes, I wanted to I do did, that. I, I, I watch watched that. that. I tuned in, and I said, you know what? What has this been? The first in 105 years yep. or something like that? I want to see if they can finally break the curse. And so I watched every game of that Cubs World Series. That's the reason March Madness is so fun, because you can go from round one. Can one beat mm -hmm. 16? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you start thinking, never happened. Hey, can it happen? Exactly. You know, And that's like the Virginia when they played and they lost. I watched that game all the way through. Could not turn. Because right. they were behind. I mean, you know, history's being made here. 
I'm watching it. Anything can happen, and it starts from day one, round one, and you're going right. to watch all of them games because they mean something, and underdog can upset somebody. And if I if I didn't think that this was such a lopsided affair with the Dodgers yeah. and the Rays, I would probably watch. And there's a lot of people saying, "Oh, well, it's only a two-one series." Have you seen the Dodgers wins? Yeah, when it. they do win, they yeah. they absolutely explode. Yeah. And it's that just comes back to the Rays. Their strength is not batting. It's really not even one of the strongest in baseball. But it's also a thing where I'm not watching this World Series because it's actually kind of fatigue if you think about it. This is the Dodgers' third World Series in four years. Well, you know as well as I do is I'd be sitting here and somebody new would come walking in and I would go, name me three or four starters off of Tampa Bay. I can only name you one, and that's Blake Snell. That's what I'm saying. Nobody would be able to do it. And he's and a pitcher. Snell, well, yeah, he's the pitcher. Yeah, so he's, he's pitcher. only pitching like once out of every four or five days. Exactly. You know. So there you go. I mean, it's funny. It's funny to watch. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm pulling for Tampa Bay. Yes. Because they're a small market, and I would like to see them win. Now, will I come back today and watch game four? No. No? Probably not. I probably not. will not. I got college football to watch. Yes. Probably not. Kevin, do you think the Rays pull it what? out? Like, do you have faith still in your World Series pick? Do what? I'm sorry. Do you still have faith in your World Series pick? Yeah. In the Rays? It's two to one. I know. It's, that's what that's I just what said. Saying, I mean, yeah. it's two, it is two to yeah. one, but those losses have looked pretty bad. Do you have faith still if they lose tonight? Yes, it's 3 1. Go oh, Nuggets. Oh. Nuggets and nine, Hunter. Nuggets and nine. Nuggets oh, and nine. Oh, my Now, Lord. listen. I'm if honest. Tampa Bay would put Bowl Bowl in right now, <laughs> we would have, they would have, they would, it'd be a lot. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say something. If they go down three to one and Tampa Bay comes back and win, holy man. Now that's a choke job. Yeah, that's, now that's a, a choke, choke job, job by the Dodgers. <laughs> you got that right. Straight up. So, uh, the Indians' uh, Twitter feed, I was picking on Hunter the other day about this, Terry. They tweeted out to, to the Braves fans that the three the down three to one support groups to start uh, <laughs> meetings are on Tuesdays and, oh, and, and invited them to it. Oh, man. Now, Hunter, remember what I told you about? And Tom, I didn't think that the the powers that be would want the Indians or Braves to win it. Mm-hmm. Three to one Indians, three to one Braves, three to one Warriors. Dun dun dun. dun no 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 no. I, you're not getting me with that conspiracy. We'll be back in a minute. Yeah. KTC. Uh, y'all got who? You still do, y'all got Dodgers? No no. Well, uh, I got Dodgers. Yeah, to win the thing. Yeah, I do. I want Tampa Bay. But I think the Dodgers. I'm, yeah, I'm, you know what? I'm not even going to pick. I'm just going to root for Tampa Bay because it's going to make me sick. All right, we'll be back in a minute. KTC Broadcasting for NASCAR on .com. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different, and you can find us in Forest City. It takes leadership to navigate a crisis. That's why we need Virginia Fox representing us in Congress. While some politicians are hunkered down in fear, Virginia Fox is fighting to revive our economy, fund medical solutions, and get our nation back on track. She's showing up and doing her job, even when liberals are phoning it in. We can count on Virginia Fox to fight for us. I'm Virginia Fox, and I approve this message because I'm working hard to beat this virus and get our economy moving again. 
paid for by Virginia Fox for Congress. Country Gold with Terry Clark. I'm Terry Clark inviting you to join me for Country Gold, where we play your favorites from the 80s and 90s. My guest this week will be Reba McIntyre, who just released a 30th anniversary edition of her album, Rumor Has It. We'll talk about her hits from that album, including You Lie, Fancy, and the title song. That's Reba McIntyre this week on Country Gold with Terry Clark. Thursday afternoons at 1 o'clock on Carolina Country WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Is the cost of ink driving your profits down? Then listen up. Discount Ink Jet and Toner is here to help. Discount Ink Jet and Toner specializes in refilling ink jet and toner cartridges. Cut your ink costs by as much as 50% or more. Discount Ink Jet and Toner, located on 410 East Franklin Boulevard in Gastonia. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Take advantage of a special offer on the versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. You own the land. Now, make it yours. Get the Kubota BX 2380 for payments as low as $99 a month. Your Kubota dealer is Park of Arms Service, 126 Bessie Drive, off Highway 74 at Oak Grove Road, Kings Mountain. Just in time for Halloween, the new Halloween case cutter knives from Hometown Hardware in Kings Mountain. And the price is spectacularly great. Come see for yourself. And while you're there, take a look at the line of Husqvarna chainsaws, trimmers and blowers, and see the line of Traeger grills and accessories. Get your Traeger pellets, too. See the best at your do-it-best hardware store. That's Hometown Hardware, 110 South Railroad Avenue in Kings Mountain. The NASCAR Cup Series began the round of eight on Saturday afternoon at Kansas Speedway. The Motor Racing Network covered all the action from green to checkers in the Hollywood Casino 400. At the Kansas Speedway, off four. Here they come to the start-finish line, and the green flag is in the air. Matt Kenseth got crossed up, spun around, and made a contact with the driver's side up against the outside safer barrier. Hamlin will throw the block yet again. Here comes Harvick. One more try. Will not get there. And Denny Hamlin has scored the stage two win. Up in and smoke so goes Kurt Busch. He hangs onto it. Almost spun the car out midway between one and two. And now it's over for the Monster Energy Chevrolet. Ryan Blaney will drift wide and Hamlin does too. Hamlin may have bounced it off of the safer barrier. He did. Denny Hamlin's got damage on the right rear corner of his race car. Logano's going to take it right down the middle of the racetrack. Lap traffic ahead. One more shot for Harvick off the corner. J.J. Ailey's lap car is there. Joey Logano goes to the outside. Here comes Harvick. It's not going to be enough. And Joey Logano wins the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. With the win, Joey Logano is now locked in the championship four next month at the Phoenix Raceway. The Performance Racing Network will have coverage from Texas Motor Speedway this Sunday starting at 3.30 Eastern Time. We asked Chase Elliott, looking at the past few years missing the championship four, is there anything that you can take from those experiences and apply this year? You know, for us, we're, we're just trying to uh, build on what we have, you know, and, and get better and not try to recreate or redo things or do things different. I feel like our approach is uh, 
plenty good enough to to compete and be a contender. We just have to improve in certain areas, and I think inconsistency has been a been a problem. Um, we want to we want to be able to win races, but we want to be able to win races everywhere. And I think there's been certain tracks over the years that have stood out consistently year after year that have kept us uh, from having good runs in places that we kind of go, oh, you know, not the most excited about going to. And, and that's just not – you just can't have that. You know, the people who the people who win all the time, the people that are champions, the people that contend every week don't have bad racetracks, and they, they have an opportunity to win every single week. And we all know that. It's not something that's out of the realm of possibility. If you want to be a top dog in this deal, you got to be able to win every week. And that's just the way, it, that's the way it's been. And uh, I don't see that changing. We asked Brad Kozlowski at Texas, you're going to have a different right side tire than the last time at the track. What is your strategy that you're building around that change? Yeah, you know, it's a different tire for this weekend, too, if I remember right, uh, David. Uh, and tires make a big difference. Dramatically changes the way the cars drive. Uh, you know, the tire we started the year out on has been changed for the playoffs. Um, you could argue that's good or bad. Probably depends on who you are. Uh, the tire that we ran last year seemed like it was uh, more about how you get through traffic. Uh, the tire we run this year seems to be more about uh, how the car handles and getting that balance right. Uh, now we're going back to the tire, or pretty much the same tire we had last year, so it's more about how you get through traffic. So it's definitely a, a change um, that has different strengths and weaknesses for different teams. Uh, so I can't say that uh, I have a great answer as to how that'll fall out for us, uh, but it, it, it makes a huge difference for sure. The game plays right here. Are you ready for some football? Your sports leader, WHS Shelby, WLON Lincoln, WCSL, Cherubal Gastonia. Hello, this is Milton Baker inviting you to listen to NASCAR Racing right here on WCSL, 1590 AM, 92.3 FM, and KTCBroadcasting.com.
that was a great experience. And that's where we're most different. That's Friendship Jeep Dodge Ram, and we're located in Forest City. If you've been shopping for a new freezer at one of those so-called big box stores, chances are you've been getting the cold shoulder. Well, warm up to the idea of shopping local at Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center in Shelby. Just arrived, a huge new shipment of freezers. Many sizes to choose from. Ready to go. 5, 7, 9, and 16 cubic foot chest freezers. Plus 14 cubic foot frost-free upright freezers. Priced as low as $249. Come see the selection today of new freezers. In stock now at Hendrick Appliance and Mattress Center. 1241 East Dixon Boulevard in Shelby. Online at HendrickAppliance.com. And see their page at WhatsAppShopper.com. Looking for a new car? Maybe a pre-owned car or truck, or maybe an SUV. Then let your fingers do the walking and go to whatsupshopper.com. Local dealers with local vehicles. You don't have to drive all over the country. Just click on whatsupshopper.com and take a look at the local selection of cars, trucks, SUVs, and more from local dealers in Gaston, Cleveland, and Lincoln Counties. Car shopping just got easier by going to whatsupshopper.com. Pick yours out today. Don't miss the Golf Shop Radio Show this Wednesday from 11 to 12. Presented by GolfNickers.com, the leader in traditional golf apparel. Mark Greenheld and Matt Blanchard go from tee to green and everything in between. Welcome to the Golf Shop. Wednesday mornings at 11 o'clock on Carolina Country, WCSL, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM, and online at kdcbroadcasting.com. Plumbing problems? Well, if you're not an expert plumber, then we invite you to call the expert plumbers. That's Olmstead Plumbing in Forest City. Just call 828-245-7302. Recommended since 1973. From faucets to sinks to toilets, from sewer and drains to well pumps, from dishwashers to disposals to bathroom remodeling, residential and commercial, new homes too. Don't let your plumbing problems drive you plumb crazy. Call Olmstead Plumbing in Forest City. 828-245-7302 or visit the website at homesteadplumbing.com. Gaston County's premier flooring center is Carbon One Interiors, located at 2757 East Ozark Avenue in Gastonia. Seen is believing at Carbon One Interiors in Gastonia, where you get a large selection at a low price with expert advice. Ask about their beautiful guarantee. If you don't love your new carpet, they'll replace it free. And right now, Luxury Vinyl Plank is just $2.99 a square foot. Come see for yourself and refresh your home this year with a stop at Carpet One Interiors, 2757 East Ozark Avenue in Gastonia. Online at CarpetOneGastonia.com. And good morning and welcome back to Saturday Morning Sports Talk. Kevin Hastings along with Hunter Yancey and Terry Reinhardt, Thomas umpiring today and jp is visiting family today and so we are uh three guys all to ourselves here talking a little sports it's college football time ncaa uh football we talked a little earlier uh alluded to last weekend's uh debacle for hunter and his fandom and uh, i guess i gotta turn you guys on a little bit there sorry that'd uh, be good i was wondering about that because hunter has something to say to tom Yes. Oh, yeah, I do have something to say to Tom. Okay. Tom, I sure am glad the Big, big Ten could finally yeah. show up to the party <laughs> this weekend. You know, finally it's been, show up to play. It's been, what, five, six weeks now yeah. since really college football started overall. I'm glad you guys could show up to the party. I hate you can't stay the whole time. You know, some people are playing 11, some people are playing 10, 12 games. I, 
I, I feel for you guys. You're only playing eight games. I was watching but, a game. Hey, last I guess night. we're just happy that you showed up. <laughs> yeah, I was watching a game last night. Here was a team one and zero playing a team one and four. Wow, five games against one game. That makes a tremendous difference on the field. Yes, I mean, so, I think it does. It did not mean nothing last night because the lacquer team, the one and four team, was really bad. So, thank well, you, Tom. Well, well, glad you could finally show up, Big Ten. Terry, that might be the best breakdown you've ever had. That one and four team was really bad. Yes. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah, that was probably known before that. Now, Terry, last weekend and the week before that, 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 we talked about uh, the Tar Heels. And their in their rankings. Yep. And they made it all the way up to fifth. Somebody played the Tomahawk Chop, Seminole Nation. Mac Brown hears it, and they lose. If you would have watched that game, which I know a lot of people did, you would have think that's not the Carolina team I'm used to, and you would have thought Florida State would have been in your top five, as good as they were playing in the first half. But then I think when they went to halftime, Florida State goes, guys, we, we haven't won but one game all year, and we beat Jacksonville State. What are we doing playing with Carolina? And Carolina almost come back and won. You know, I just think that it was tell of two different halves. I don't think that will happen today for Carolina. I think they are uh, ready to play North Carolina State at home to get that game off their back from last week. I don't think Hal will have a bad game today. I think his receivers will catch balls that they did not last week that would have made a tremendous difference in that game. And then you got North Carolina State coming in there with Leary out, and we're playing Hockman. Hockman's okay. He has started games, but he's not Leary. So, you know, I hate to even break that game down, but anyway. <laughs> That's all right. Terry, are you saying the Tar Heels linebacker is a better quarterback than who y'all are starting today? Uh, probably. <laughs> yeah, I would probably say he is. I don't mind Hockman. He's left-handed too. Yeah. You know, and uh, but you know, and a lot of people look at stuff, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna break a little bit of that game down as we're in it. But uh, they come in there. Carolina's won 67 times against North Carolina State. State's only won 36. But when you break it down by how they've done it. From 1894 to 1955, there were six ties amongst these schools. UNC won 34 games. North Carolina State won five. And the first six that North Carolina played North Carolina State, Carolina shut State out six straight times. But since 1956, and I go back in our era, 1956 to 2019, Carolina only leads 33-31 in total victory so you know if you go now and i don't, I forget all that stuff way back in the way past because i don't know how many people you was playing with or whether you even had football players out there back in 1894 but uh recently uh, unc's won 33 states won 31 state has also won three of the last four and four of the last six and dave doran does go into keenan stadium unbeaten over there, he's three and zero over there. He's Mm-mm. never lost there. Mm-mm. So you know, be careful what you be wishing for, Carolina. Mm. Was he playing Larry Fedora at that time? Mm. <laughs> Terry, do you know the spread? The spread. I got a feeling Carolina by at least probably sixteen. Wow, that's fourteen it's, and a half. Okay, that's so, what I so, so are they telling me? Let's go over this. 
the 14th best team in the nation, who got beat by a team who only beat Jacksonville State, yeah, is 14 and a half point favorites mm-hmm. over a four and one team in their same conference. Yeah, have you watched North Carolina State play? Well, they're four and one, Terry. I could care less. <laughs> that one loss you, was against the Virginia Tech team with twenty three players gone. Yeah, we trailed Duke last week going in a halftime, mm-hmm. and then we shut them out in the second half. Now, State's defense has got tons better from game one and two when we played Wake Forest, gave up forty some, and then we gave up ton of to Virginia North Tech. North Carolina can so, win this. By 14, but not 15. So I would take state to cover. It's 14 and a half. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. It just bothers me that Leary got hurt. I mean, if if North Carolina State was coming in there today with Leary at their quarterback, I would be taking state to win. But with Hockman, I see Hockman do so many things wrong at the quarterback position on certain plays and and when the game's on the line and you have to make a pass. You know, I've seen him mess up so many times that, it's kind of hard for me to take North Carolina State, and I asked the reason I think Carolina will win. Here's one of the things, too, that I think will get North Carolina to win against NC State today, but I'm, I'm going to be dead serious. I think NC State covers, and it's really because North Carolina's defense last week showed against Florida State it is not the strong suit of this team. It is not the strong suit of this team. They don't tackle at no, all. No, State they don't. must stop their running backs, Carter and Williams. You know, and uh, last mm-hmm. year when they played them, those guys, the running backs from Carolina, run all over state. You know, and they went took a close game that was early and blew state out in the second half. And, that's that's been the strength we had this year. You know, I like a lot of people talk about how Sam Howell has has grown and matured. It doesn't matter to me. the The strength of North Carolina right now is the run game. When you've got two bruisers that you can just throw at anybody, one of them can catch out of the backfield yeah. too. Uh, one of our one of our running backs and Travis Etienne at Clemson, who a lot of people say might be the best running back in the nation. One of the running backs from North Carolina and him are the only ones that have a certain amount of rushing yards and passing and or and receiving yards in the nation. So we, we've got talent at the running back position. We got a huge wide receiver on the outside too for North Carolina. If Sam Howell get doesn't make mistakes and play smart and gets the ball to his playmakers, that's the problem I have as well. Is Sam Howell, for as good as I know he can be at moments, can be so dumb. He really can. He can just throw the ball up for grabs. He can and, and put it behind receivers. And he has, to me, Sam Howell, to me, has the Baker Mayfield problem. And what I mean by that is Baker Mayfield only had this problem when he got to the pro level. He thinks he's more athletic than he really is. He tries yeah. to get out of the pocket, outrun yeah. players, make some, and make some huge cr- crazy plays. And Sam Howell does the same exact thing. And he can from time to time, but a lot of times it just doesn't work like that. The pocket breaks down and he dips. He just rolls out and completely bails. And he just is not as athletic as he thinks he is. Defense, so offensively, though, I, I don't think we have a problem, North Carolina. I think I think we just stick with the strength, which is the run game, which we started to do, and the and Howell started to complete his passes more in the second half against Florida State, and the defense stepped up. But you had already let Florida State score 30-plus on you on defense. I have no, no – nothing in my mind says y'all can't score on us, okay, unless your quarterback is just as bad as you say he is and you just can't move the ball. Our defense is horrible. We got gaps everywhere, but we can score. This is only the third time these two teams have met, and the other two times were way back in 1979 and 1993. 
and the 1993 state took a good dribble, like 35-14, they got beat. So, you know, hey, another chance for North Carolina State. It would be huge for state to win, but here's my deal with this. If state wins, we're ranked number 23, next week we might be 20th. That's what's going to happen. Well, let me ask you, will they be you know. ranked ahead of Carolina next week if they win? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be like, Carolina will go from 14th to 18th or 19th, and State will only move up like three spots. Be right there. And you want to yeah. know why? If they do that, we will not talk sports there. Well, do you know why? Talk college I can tell you again. exactly why they would do that, though. Why? Be the Mac Brown effect. Who cares? That's it. That's cares? exactly it. That's it. You know it. But who cares? Look, but it Kevin. will be on the paper tomorrow. Dave Dorn goes to four and zero at Keenan. You know. <laughs> but <laughs> Come I mean, on now. <clears throat> Come T- on, Terry. When Mac Brown lays his head down at night, and it's been a rough day, do you think this is what he hears? Possibility. I guarantee he's hearing that. <laughs> yeah. What was he now? Oh, and 10. And 10. Yes. Take your Mac Brown effect, Hunter. Put it in the mail, first class to Florida State, Tallahassee. Because no matter how high you rank him, no matter what Mac Brown does, he ain't getting past the Seminoles. Do you know when Florida State first come into the ACC, North Carolina State was one of the very few teams that could beat them right. almost every year. They gave they gave them some. They do the same they thing. They they did that for years. And NC State has been one of the few teams too in the past that have given Clemson a run for their money every now and then when they play. But now Clemson is Clemson, what yeah. it is, yeah. and it doesn't feel like anybody really gives them a run for their money. Like Clemson today plays Syracuse, or in the words of oh, J.P. Socrates. That's who they play. They play Syracuse. Carolina today. got ranked for the fifth for beating Syracuse. Yeah, Clemson is a forty-six and a half point favorite <laughs> against <Yeah>. Syracuse. Like <laughs> how last week, seventy-three to seven, worst defeat ever in ACC football. Who was that? Wake Forest? No, I mean uh, uh, Georgia Tech. Clemson. Yeah, mm-hmm. they down. They trounced them. They they right. they were talking right. about how Trevor Lawrence threw what five touchdowns yeah. in the first half. I said, "Well, play somebody." Damn. All right, yeah. Terry. Me and Hunter have come up with. Combination. I've talked it over with Andre. I think he might like this. Oh, Lordy, Andre. So what we did. I'm scared when Andre gets in on stuff a lot of times. Because you, as you hear, the rankings are just outstandingly stupid. Uh, so what we've done is that, you know, for the most part, the top four don't matter anyway. We've argued the last few weeks. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe the top ten. Why to even rank anybody outside the top ten? And also, why not? Why to even start any rankings until week five? So what we've done is like, well, let's set up. A, let's try to do is if. You know, if we were in charge, we were the czars, we were the kings of this. And to come up with the best system to give everybody a chance that considers themselves Division One football team. So what we did, Terry, is we took automatic qualifiers. And here's who we gave them to. We got a 16-team tournament. I'm pulling it up on the screen for you right now. Okay. 16-team tournament. And what we have here is automatic qualifiers – for all the Power Five teams that make their conference championship game. So if you win your division and make the conference championship, you qualify for the playoffs in the Power Five. So that gives you ten teams. So where do we get the other six from? Well, there's a there, the, there's another group of teams, hundred. We can call them the lesser five. They're actually called the group of five. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
So we gave the gave a playoff bid to each champion in the group of five. So that gives us 15 teams in our 16-team playoff. And we've got the last one. This is a one wild card. And the wild card goes to either. And this is up to the committee. The highest-ranked independent or Terry, if they even wanted to, I would say get you could give it to Montana or Gardner-Webb or one of the teams that are the champions of the lower levels or the number one team that way. I don't care who they give it. They can give it to Cherivore Shelby if they want to. They're getting beat by 60 by Clemson anyway. But I do want to give teams that, that don't have an opportunity to get in. So this is how our brackets ended up. So what I did was we took a the top – team from each division we gave them the top five and the then how we ranked them the next five spots and this was the biggest argument terry do we give seeds six through ten to the second place power five teams or do we give six through ten to the champions of the group of fives we ended up going with the power fives get the top ten and then the group because realistically the Power five and the big guys in charge would never ever go along with it, so we can pipe dream all we want by giving the other guys the higher seed. So we end up going with what they would go. So here's our tournament bracket. We would have one Clemson hosting BYU in the round one, and the winner of that would face number eight Wisconsin against number nine Iowa State. What do you think about that bracket, Terry? I have nothing wrong with that bracket. On the bottom side of that bracket, Coastal Carolina right now, who's ranked 25th in the nation, they would be the champion of the Sun Belt, would, would be the 13th seed and head over to number four, Oklahoma State. And the winner of that game would be Marshall at the 12th seed versus Oregon at the 5th seed. Terry, comments on any of that? Nothing wrong with that one. All right, up top on the other side of the bracket, number two, Alabama, will be number 15 against the Akron Zips. Now, Akron is not the champion of their league or first place right now. Their their league hasn't played. And last year's winner, there was a tie like Central Michigan and Miami of Ohio. So instead of picking one of them, I went alphabetically. And my roommate, Zach, who was watching earlier, is actually watching again, Hunter. He's a big Akron. You know, he's from Akron. But I love their logo. We talked about it earlier, their name. I, if he's watching, Zach, tell me how, what the Zip's name is again. I think it's Goodyear Tires. Um and then uh, their their logo is the kangaroo. So get this. We would have a round one matchup of the Alabama Crimson Tide, whose mascot is an elephant, against the Akron Zips, whose mascot is a kangaroo. Neither is team named the kangaroos <laughs> or, the, or the elephants. Right. Terry, have we ever had a college football matchup between elephants and kangaroos? Maybe sometime in our check history. Your, are you going to have to check I, your yeah. notes on that one? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how great would that be? Get these these lower teams are in the playoffs and and they get a chance at these guys. And then instead, of, and so Terry, what we're saying is that instead of Alabama playing Western Carolina or Mercer for in a regular season matchup, you get the best of that division in the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so you get Alabama against Akron. Now then the next the, the, the who would play the winner of that? Now this is. This doesn't necessarily mean they would be in this spot. This is just where they are right now. But right now it would be Georgia hosting USC. And the winner of that would play Alabama. So we could have three 
Alabama Georgia matchups under 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 something like this. Terry name wise, people would say, "Hey, this ought to be a great game," but Georgia's way better than USC. Yeah. Then that sets up the bottom half of the bracket. Number fourteen, Boise State, at the Ohio State University. Ohio State in the three seed right now, based on our brackets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the winner of that game, now this would be interesting. This hunter, this is the one Hunter says would be the most competitive. He'd be most excited to watch, maybe. Cincinnati at 11 versus Notre Dame, who would be the sixth seed. Did y'all ever, like, consider when y'all were doing this to have it like the NCAA does their first four in where it's a powerhouse against a powerhouse and then, like, Marshall playing Akron? Okay. I'm glad you brought that up. And so that that's the other that that was what we was talking about earlier, Terry, is which which side should we do this? Let's see if Hunter, I may be able to I think that one actually is on here. Let's see if I can switch over and show Terry that one. And what Terry's talking about is and Terry, that's what we mentioned is that the other guys would get the higher seeds. So you would have matchups where like, the team that you wouldn't think would have an opportunity of beating somebody else to right. have their first seed. So you're looking for March Madness yeah. uh excitement. So this is the other way you could do the There practice. you go. So this is what Terry's talking about for you folks watching. So what, what what we do is, Terry, if you wanted it this way, what you would have to do is have to give the group of five teams six through ten, six through ten in the seating. And that's the, that's the big argument. Does the group of five or the power five second place teams get six through ten? How do you seat them? So if you seat them the other way, Terry, you do get some March Madness. So basically the first way we showed you is you get your blowouts in round one. In this one, you're going to have some blowouts in round two, but here's the deal. Like Terry said, if you do, if you give the group of five the higher seeds, six through ten, you get March Madness, and the smaller schools will actually get playoff wins because here's your matchups: Akron would then be playing at Boise State. One of them would get a playoff win. One of them would have to go play Clemson in round two. Right. Then you'd have Marshall against Coastal Carolina. Or that coastal, if you folks around here, if, if it's not coastal, it would be Appalachian would have that spot. So you could have Marshall and App rematch for the playoffs. And that team would advance. And the winner of that one, and you know, Terry, they don't want Ohio State, does not want none of the Appalachian State Mountaineers and anybody in the Sun Belt. So Ohio State would be facing, could be facing in round two. They could get USC in round one, Appalachian round two. And, and and again, people say, well, those might be blowouts. Yes, you're right. But again, would you rather have that in the in a playoff format? All the money you'll make from Appalachian and the schools will make, or would you rather have Ohio State play Western Carolina in Week Three? So there's that one. Too. I mean, so I which even one do said you too, like better? And I even said too, Terry, you could take this in consideration. You know, because you always have people complain. What about the bowl system? They still have the bowls in the final four. Right. They, yeah. they You'll play the orange in. bowl, and the other guy will play the sugar bowl, and the winner goes to the national championship. Well, each of those games could be a bowl game. Yeah. And then the next one could be a bowl game. So, Terry, which system do you like better, the group of five getting six through ten or the power five second place teams well, getting six through ten? I like the first group that you put out there, I think, because you get it all over at the start. I like this group as a fan. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? Because it gives Marshall, Coast Carolina, Appalachian, Boise mm-hmm. State, Akron a chance to win a game that you might not be able hey, to. Not only win, know. Terry, they're, they'd be hosting 
Yeah, a that's playoff what I'm saying. So you yeah, can have a playoff think, game. Yeah. In I think Beach. that's what I said Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, but that was for because, fans, yes. yeah, because that's what I said, and and that's when you brought up the point. Well, you're going to have a blowout in the second round either way, because you probably will. You're right. going to have one of these Power Five conferences playing one of these lesser conferences. Or not the lesser conferences, the group of five guys well, well, in the second round. Well, currently, Hunter, our 14th-ranked Tar Heels are favored by two touchdowns over 23rd, so we're going to have blowouts every round. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, I'm looking here on ESPN right now, and one of the headlines under college football was Saban. Offense, not defense, now wins games. So we basically are going to get here ready to see 70-point games across the board. I just believe that's how it's going to be. But, I, but I'm like you, Terry. You know, I look at that, and if I was a fan— of one of these schools of the Coastal Carolina Marshall or the Akron Boise State, I would prefer to be able to tune in and be like, oh, my God, we have a chance. Yeah. We and, have a chance of making the next round. And you're in this for the national championship playing at home on your home mm-hmm. field. Yeah. You know. Because I mean, no matter how you mix this up, regardless, I think me and you both could say Alabama, doesn't matter who they're playing first round, they're probably moving on. Clemson so far has stayed consistent, going to play BYU. Mm-hmm. They'll be moving on. Ohio State, no matter which team they match up against, whether it was the other way or this way, they'll move on. My whole and deal then with this maybe one. the only one that's going to be tough is wherever Oklahoma State plays because regardless, they're playing. They're either going to play against Wisconsin here or they're going to play one of the smaller schools. And even then, Oklahoma State, they don't play no defense, no ways in the Big 12. I could go either way. Yeah, I mean, that's like a, right here. If I had this, Coastal Carolina, y'all send me a hat, I'd be more than happy to wear it. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> fighting but, you know, but I mean, here you are, Coastal Carolina. How many more people will become Coastal Carolina fans mm-hmm. just on account of they're in this and right. they have a chance? And then they beat Marshall. Oh, you'll have all kind of people having that. shirts and hats and stuff. Not only that. Well, Terry, according to this, Coastal Carolina is the second best team in the Carolinas. Behind Clemson. Uh, compared to that right now. Well, I mean, you go by record-wise, they are, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. But not only that, you know, you say people would become more fans. I think, I thought it would be, this would be a recruiting boost, too, for all of these schools because what is it? All of your top recruits, what do they say? I want to go, if I'm going to go play, I'm going to go play for a team that's going to compete for a national championship. And usually, that's four teams. Oklahoma, maybe Georgia. So Oklahoma or maybe Georgia, depending on who gets in. Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson, and who usually gets all of the top recruits? Oklahoma, Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, that's, that's the reason and Ohio these State. Schools play early. The crazy the thing is, so they can get people to come. Like and I be don't at think people realize watch. how lopsided the recruiting is by some of these schools for college football. Joel Klatt earlier this week made the point. He said, "Look, how many five-star athletes do you think?" are in the ACC. How many? And then he said, well, what if I told you that there were 17 five-star athletes in the ACC? He said, what if I told you as well that 14 of them played for Clemson? Yeah. I mean, (laughs) there is no separation of power when all of the kids that are super, super, super talented that we're going to label as five-star blue-chip athletes all go to the same schools. There is no separation. Yeah. Now, now, of course, you'll have the people say, well, just coach up the other guys. Just coach them up. Listen, coaching can get you so far, but if you don't have the talent compared to somebody, talent. if you don't have the talent compared to somebody else who can also coach, 
Come on now. Hunter's saying it ain't about Texas and those. It's about the Jimmys and the yeah. Joes. All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. We've got NFL rankings. We'll give our Terry, we'll show Terry our rankings from this week. Hunter's got his. We're going to show my Super Bowl uh, predictor knockout game, and we'll be back in a minute. KTCbroadcasting.com. You know, we always tell our kids that there's no such thing as a money tree. But did you know at Friendship Nissan and Forest City, we kind of do have a money tree? Our money tree gives a $500 better price on any new Nissan, and that's a $500 guarantee that we put in writing. We have no-haggle, clear-choice pricing, the region's only non-commissioned sales force, and we have the only lifetime warranty with no time or mileage limits. So you see, at Friendship Nissan, we kind of do have a money tree, and we're located in Forest City. As our economy gradually reopens, remember to support local. Know you're doing the right thing and stay proud. Be a part of the greatest comeback of all time. Shop local with WhatsUpShopper.com, Carolina Country, and The Boss. Wolfman Jack, it's me. I'm back. My name's still Wolfman Jack. Wolfman Jack. You might be sitting out there and uh, thinking that we ain't getting nowhere past. I mean, people don't leave the house unless they put on a surgical mask first. And, and, and even at a bar that I hang out, you know, the bartenders have been using thermometers to stir my drinks with. <laughs> Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday mornings, 10 a.m. to 12 noon, on the box. WHS Shelby, WLON, Lincoln, and online at ktcbroadcasting.com. Well, now take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. It's time to go fishing. Whether it's at your favorite fishing hole or the lake or even the ocean, the great outdoors in Cherville is what you need. Come see their full line of fishing tackle. Visit the all-new reel shed and boats too. Bass boats, pontoon boats, and pleasure boats. They've got them all. So take down your favorite fishing pole and head to the great outdoors in Cherryville. Highway 150 East, right behind McDonald's. Online at teamgreatoutdoors.com. Like them on Facebook too. Cameron Spangler of Crest High School is this month's McDonald's WOHS WhatsApp Shopper Scholar Athlete of the Month. Cameron is the daughter of Gary and Kelly Spangler and is a senior at Crest High School. She plays volleyball and softball and has a grade point average of 4.625. Cameron takes a multiple of AP and honor courses and is also taking classes at Cleveland Community College. She's a member of the Beta Club Science Olympiad, National Honor Society, National CTE Society. She also plays travel softball and volleyball. She's a member of the Double Shoals Baptist Church and Youth. She assists with the North Shelby Christmas Party and a volunteer for the Junior Civitan and Beta Clubs. After graduation, she plans to attend NC State University and major in business management and marketing. After college, she plans to be a wedding event planner. The McDonald's KTC Broadcasting What's Up Shopper Scholar Athlete Award is to recognize a student athlete not only for accomplishments in athletics, but also for overall achievements in the classroom and for overall school and community citizenship. Caputo's Pizza Company, New York-style pizza in Cherryville, is now open every day starting at 11 a.m. The dining room will remain closed, but you can call in your pickup order or have it delivered to your home or business. Just call 704-802-4582. From pizza to stromboli to calzones, pastas and heroes, plus wings and salads and desserts too. Ask about their lunch specials. Caputo's Pizza Company, New York-style pizza. Now open seven days a week, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. Sunday through Wednesday, 11 a.m. till 9 p.m. Thursday through Saturday. Again, call 704-802-4582. 
And good morning and welcome back to Saturday Sports Talk brought to you by Friendship, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram of Forest City, and Friendship, Nissan of Forest City up on the Oak Street Extension. Uh, give us Thomas Borgello and the gang a call. Check them out on the internet. Uh, go see them today. Check out Gladiator, Chrysler, uh, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, and Nissans. All right. Um, we did forget to do something, guys. Oh, let me turn you on. How about that? We forgot to pick games. I know. Let's go back and forth. Uh, Pick'ems. Terry and and Hunter. <laughs> doing Clemson. top 25. I'm just going. I'm doing them all. Okay. Might as well. Uh, Might as well. Clemson by 46 and a half, Terry. Clemson covers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Y'all said that out loud. Ohio State, 27 over Nebraska. Ohio State. Cover? God, yeah. It's at Ohio State. Nebraska, they're the ones that been fighting all year, ready to play some football. Yeah, they fought all year just to get Ohio State game one. Terry, to the Wolfpack cover? No. No, they don't even cover, much less win. Hunter, Kansas State over Kansas by 20. Three, yeah, they do. Three Kansas against is, 0-4. Damn, Kansas is bad. Kansas State covers. Terry, the other fighting chickens in South Carolina, for some reason, th- these are, are these the fancy fighting chickens? Is that what a Chanticleer, Chanticleer is? over a Gamecock. Are they the French fighting? Is, there, is, it, is it an upper-class fighting chicken? I'm oh not sure. Gosh, Maybe a classism. I didn't know. I don't know. I'm not from South Carolina. Maybe Calvin know. Albright, if he's listening on the radio, he's a South Carolina fan. He he, he can't tell me what it is, Terry. What do you, what do you think about the Chanticleers hosting Georgia Southern? Who's three and one? Is this the end of the Chanticleers' magical ride? I'm taking Coastal Carolina. Oh, Terry says on. no. Should Coastal be ranked ahead of NC State, Terry? You, uh, you weren't no. too you weren't too thrilled about no. State. Okay. No, we're bad, but I think we could beat them. Okay, we're bad, but they're bad. They're badder. <laughs> we're bad. We're both bad. ranked. They're bad. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Speaking of Mercer Hunter, they're at Army. There's no, I guess, can you not gamble on Army? I don't know. I it's, guess it's not. It's not listed on there. Let's skip over that. I, Hunter, Auburn at Ole Miss. Auburn favored by three and a half on the road. No, I'm taking Ole Miss at home. Bo Nix makes too many mistakes still. Terry, Oklahoma favored by six and a half at TCU. Uh, yeah, Oklahoma wins. Temple at Memphis. Tigers favored by 13 and a half. This is the Tar Heels bowl win that put Mac Brown into the top 25 last year. Hunter. Memphis. They cover? 13 Whoa. and a half. Mm. Yeah. UTEP at Charlotte, Terry. Charlotte's not that bad, and I think they'll show up today and win. So I've been hearing some inside yeah. info on this Charlotte situation. Uh, the quarterback, uh, whether he's really injured, he's not injured, um, the attitude – uh, that he may have towards other coaches and mm. maybe some dis- mm. disrespect. Uncoachability. There may be some of that coming out of the locker room. This mm. is an inside source from the locker room that has told that is that is that has got me this info. Mm. I'm just saying that there's some uh, animosity. There may be some issues in the UNC Charlotte locker room. Is all I'm saying about the quarterback mm. situation. Keep an eye out on that. Charlotte favored by 15 and a half though today at home. Florida State. Who should be ranked ahead of Carolina at Louisville? Louisville favored by five. Who's Louisville was, favored by five? Yeah, whose turn was it? Was it yours? It's mine. I'm yeah. taking Florida State to beat Louisville okay. at Louisville. 
All right, game one, Terry. Rutgers at Michigan State, 33 degrees in East Lansing. There is no bet on it. No, Michigan State wins. There shouldn't be a bet on it. They don't know nothing about either one of these teams. Liberty favored by 13 at home against Southern Miss, Hunter. Liberty. Tulane at UCF, Terry. UCF favored by 21. Yeah, UCF, easily. Marshall favored by 16, hosting Florida Atlantic. Does Marshall's ride continue? Yeah, I think they do. Terry, Alabama favored by 21 and a half at Tennessee. Do the Vols pull off the upset? Alabama wins by 30. So they don't even cover. Mm-hmm. All right. No. Notre Dame at Pittsburgh. I'm going to take Notre Dame, but this is a this is an upset watch for me. Irish favored by 10. I Notre Dame only put up 12 points last week. This is a, this is an upset <laughs> watch for me. favored by 10. Yeah. Uh, how about Iowa State at Oklahoma State, Terry? Uh, Iowa State. This is this may be one of the biggest games of the day, if not the uh, Iowa State's seventeenth, Oklahoma State six. Now in our playoff bracket, both They're of those both teams in. are in the playoffs right now. If we were doing our brackets, Oklahoma State's favored by three at home. How how often is the sixth team in the nation only favored by three at home over a seventeenth ranked? Uh, Iowa State's got some upsets on them this year. All right, Iowa State's played a lot better than what they uh, ranked. I think the, one of their only losses to, to Texas. I can't quite remember who they lost to. It might have been Kansas State. Kansas State always seems to, to upset somebody at some point this year. But I, I wouldn't surprise me. I have Oklahoma State winning this, but I looked at, at Terry when we were first looking at these. I said, if Iowa State wins, it won't surprise me. Yeah. Anything can happen in the Big 12. It's at Stillwater, though, so I would have taken Oklahoma State. Terry, Nittany Lions in Indiana today. Uh, Penn State favored by six. That's it? Yeah, I, I think this is your upset to me. Indiana's going to play with them, and they're going to come down to the last couple of seconds, but Penn State's going to kick a field goal to win it in the last few minutes of the game. All right, Hunter, who knows who's suiting up for Virginia Tech this whole season? Uh, by now, the intramural teams are starting to infiltrate the roster, mm-hmm. I think. Wake Forest, they're at Wake Forest, favored by 10, though. I'm telling you, Virginia Tech over Wake Forest, even with – all the problems Virginia Tech is having with uh, who's yeah. playing and who's not. They've been competitive in every game they've played. Terry Baylor at Texas. Longhorns favored by 10 at home. Yeah, mm. I'm going to take Texas. I don't I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be one of them games that's 55-50, but mm-hmm. I think Texas will win. Iowa favored by 3.5 on the road at Purdue. Iowa, and I think they cover that tremendously. 3.5, that's it? Terry, Georgia Tech at Boston College, is this is this a don't-watch game with your eyes? Uh, that's the way i do it. But, you know, <laughs> Boston College played with Carolina, so they ought to be able to beat Georgia Tech. Georgia yeah. Tech just gave up 73. <laughs> Boston College, is, uh, Georgia Tech just gave up 73, and they're only picked to lose by three and a half. Damn. To another conference opponent. Mm. Uh, I'm skipping over something. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Kentucky at Missouri. Give me Kentucky. Kentucky's favored by three and a half. Yeah, that defense is dang good. All right, Terry, West Virginia at Texas Tech. West Virginia is three and one. Texas Tech one and three. Take West Virginia on the road. are only favored by two yeah. and a half. So I was taking Texas Tech at home. Speaking of fighting chickens, Gamecocks in LSU today down in Baton Rouge. Five is the spread for the Tigers. Yeah, I got the Tigers at home. I Give me LSU. They got to bounce back. God, they got to bounce back. They have not looked good. Terry, Big Ten, you're our Big Ten expert. Michigan against Minnesota. Wolverines favored by three on the road. 
Oh, here comes one of them biased for decisions again. I'm taking Minnesota because I don't like Michigan. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Now, Terry, just three weeks ago, you wore a Michigan hat. That's just for Tom. On the show. It's just for, for Tom. Tom. He wore a Michigan hat on I'll the show. I'll wear Ohio State next week. Okay. <laughs> Virginia at Miami, Hunter. Miami favored by 13 and a half. Yeah, they should be. I like Miami. Terry, Maryland at Northwestern. Northwestern. Northwestern's favored by 11 and yeah. a half. Mm-hmm. Big game down in Texas today. SMU, the 16 seed, is favored at home over the nine seed Cincinnati Bearcats by two and a half. I'm taking Cincinnati. I don't know if you guys have watched that young quarterback play for Cincinnati, but he's dang good. He's dang good. He's, oh, he's going to be overlooked, obviously, by all the bigger schools, but he's good. Tickets $130 today. Why? People forget SMU at one point was under the death penalty. Like, yeah, but they're back. That was a long time ago. BYU is in our playoffs. Host Texas State. Uh, that that shouldn't be nothing. Uh, no. Uh, Scrolling down. And that's going to be it for our picks this week. Uh, Thursday night football. The Appalachian State Mountaineers rung up 45 on the Arkansas State Red Wolves, uh, who's about to have their logo and name stolen by the Maryland football team. Wisconsin won 45-7, and Jacksonville State won 19 to nothing over Florida International. In that Appalachian State game, Zach Thomas, 16 of 23, 216 and four touchdowns. But that running game, Hunter racked up 305 yards rushing. They can run know the ball. Know what your strength is. They, they can run the ball. Their quarterback. Know what I'm your strength is. Fan, but just do what you can do. Yeah. You All know right. what the worst thing about this is? Yeah. Appalachian, North Carolina, North Carolina State all have a loss. And your t- national title hopes are done. True. And Coastal Carolina is still undefeated. They're still in the hunt. What can though. you say? They're still in the hunt. But it just that just that just makes me laugh when you recruiters go around to these kids and stuff, and like they say, well, you want to come to Coastal, and you say no, and then but you'll say yes to Wake Forest or Duke or or, or no offense, State North Carolina, but you're still not winning. All right. And, and Coastal's racking them off. But uh, all right, we'll uh, be back in a few minutes. Now, then we'll do our NFL power rankings and picks for this weekend. We forgot about our college stuff. We'll be back in a few minutes on ktcbroadcasting.com. Wouldn't it be nice if you could go look at a new car or truck and you didn't have to worry about getting caught up in those games that waste half your day? Well, Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram in Forest City is different because we're fast, easy, and transparent. We have over 300 new and used vehicles on the ground with clear choice pricing and the region's only non-commissioned sales force and a free lifetime warranty on every new car. You better believe Friendship Nissan and Friendship Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram is different and you can find us in Forest City. It takes leadership to navigate a crisis. That's why we need Virginia Fox representing us in Congress. While some politicians are hunkered down in fear, Virginia Fox is fighting to revive our economy, fund medical solutions, and get our nation back on track. She's showing up and doing her job, even when liberals are phoning it in. We can count on Virginia Fox to fight for us. I'm Virginia Fox, and I approve this message because I'm working hard to beat this virus and get our economy moving again. Paid for by Virginia Fox for Congress. Spending too much time at home with nothing to do? Then go shopping. That's right, go shopping at whatsappshopper.com. Local area businesses are featuring their products and services on whatsappshopper.com. You can also play our contest, listen to the swap shop, and more. Make it one of your favorites. There are also valuable coupons from area businesses. And as they say, let your fingers do the walking and shop online at whatsappshopper.com 
you'll love it. Do you have a little wiggle in the front end of that car or truck? Or are your stops taking a little longer? Then you need to see Petite's Front End and Brake Shop in Shelby. For over 42 years, Petite's Front End and Brake Shop has been serving this area. From alignments to brakes, from shocks to tires, from AC work to heater repair, they do it all. Even minor automotive repair. And they are a North Carolina inspection station. Just call 704-482-8471 or come by. They're located at 308 North Washington Street in Shelby. See Tim and the guys today at Petite's Front End and Brake Shop in Shelby. Open 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. Sure, you can find a great pre-owned vehicle at TCS Tire and Auto in Cherryville, but that's not even the half of it. Justin Jenkins invites you to see them for all of your automotive repair needs. From a tune-up to an oil change to brake work, and more and they are north carolina inspection station and be sure to check with them on tires they got a great selection at great price so if you're needing automotive repair see justin today at tcs tire and auto 1801 lincoln and highway 150 east in cherryville call 704-435-1988 and like them on facebook too how do you describe the food at the new 3500 Grill and Mart on the Falston Road? Well, we'll start off with our homemade potato wedges with homemade ranch dip. Or how about their hand-breaded, crispy, juicy chicken strips? And with your chicken strips, you get homemade coleslaw or homemade potato salad. Everything cooked fresh to order. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner from 6 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. Monday through Friday. And from 10 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. on Saturday. Closed on Sunday. The 3500 Grill and Mart. 3500 Faustin Road, Highway 18 North. For orders to go, call 980-484-3500. Carolina Country, 92.3 FM, 1590 AM. WCSL, Cherryville, Gastonia. Online at ktcbroadcasting.com. We could see a few areas of patchy fog to start the day, but by the afternoon, we're going to see those highs warm up into the upper 70s, even the lower 80s, with clouds building in. It's going to be a warm one today, but tomorrow is going to be another cool one with high temperatures in the mid-60s and lower 70s. We're likely to see those clouds stay put, and on and off periods of rain showers will be possible for us. We could even get in on a few pockets of mist and drizzle. I'm meteorologist Peter Sherwood in the Weather Center. NFL NFC East tearing it up, boys. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Kill. What y'all doing over there? What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? You talking about the NFC East? Yeah. Listen. After Six weeks. We're we're hanging around. Y'all have a combined total of six wins. We're hanging around, all right? Just waiting it out. And then the second half of the season, we're going to pop off. <laughs> we'll probably get kicked off of that in just a second. Oh, yeah, we're already off. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's the acoustic version there of the NFL song. Um NF, NFL time, we're going to talk some power rankings and uh, some other things in just a minute. I want to go over a couple of uh, news and notes and what's going on. Yeah, NFC East, 2-4, and four, the Philadelphia Eagles take over first place 
after the win on Thursday night. So after seven games, your team has two wins, and you're in first place. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, in the north, the Bears have suddenly jumped out <laughs> into first place. Uh, Ryan Clark said yesterday on TV, don't don't be surprised if you don't see Nick Fo- a shirtless Nick Foles uh, celebrating a Super Bowl in a co- uh, at, at a who said that Ryan Clark. God <laughs> he said he don't don't be surprised if you see him at a shirtless at a parade in, in the in the spring. Uh, what is he smoking? I don't know. Seahawks at five and zero. Oh. Uh, they just got outbid, folks. The news and notes by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the services mm-hmm. of Antonio Brown. Uh, Antonio Brown signs with the Bucks. Le'Veon Bell signs with the Chiefs. Can he even play yet? Who Brown? Yeah, he's been. I think. I think he was. It was. This was the week. Mm. Um. So, are we looking at a Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl, Hunter? Ah, <sighs> yeah, I think so. At least the AFC is just so much more competitive right now at the top than the NFC. We have discussed that during the week. Mm-hmm. They are that. That's just how it is. So there are two undefeated teams in the AFC and only one undefeated team in the NFC. And the in the uh, NFC, the Seattle defense is horrible too. So they just have had to rely on Russell Wilson. So the defense for ta- for Tampa Bay has just come alive recently. So absolutely, I could see them making the Super Bowl out of the NFC. The AFC, I still like the Chiefs to get there. I think they have all the tools to get there. We just got to see what the draw comes up when it comes to playoff time. Well, right now, folks, uh, if you're watching, uh, you listen on the radio. We do the show live on Facebook, and we do have some... Uh, artwork here and we've got uh <coughs> we do show our websites and information so uh, tune in if you if you listen on the radio you're getting out of man I'd, mm. I'd, I'd hate getting out of my car right now that was fun listening to uh you can listen to the podcast anytime you want look for the shock jocks ktc broadcasting on where you get your podcast and also watch the replays we do this is a live video show as well folks uh watch the replays on youtube <laughs> and on facebook so uh, now I have on the board uh, for you folks looking online are <clears throat> this is Kevin Hastings KTC Broadcasting Super Bowl Power Poll. Now what this is not is a ranking of the um, of the teams that I think I think you're better than this team. This is a ranking of I believe this is uh, how far you guys or, or your chances of winning the Super Bowl. Do we comprehend on that one? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, the reason when you're looking at this thing, folks, and you see Dallas at two and four ahead of the Saints, and maybe the Patriots, or even your Panthers fans, or how about some Dolphins fans? I bet Ryan Fitzpatrick believes that uh, we were talking about. uh, It it believes that he should be still the quarterback in Miami. Hunter, do you believe he should still be? Should he? Should should he? Did he lose his job going three and three in Miami Mm. as opposed to? You know, they're just putting the kid on the field to see. Um, uh, we, we looked at the schedule last week and thought they could possibly get a 7-5 and five with Fitzpatrick. It's such an easy schedule. I think they're winning too much. That's why they took him off. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. They're not trying to get Lawrence on Well, they? I mean, you know, it's kind of they probably put themselves in a deep hole now to try to get him. But I think, you know, once you start winning, I just think uh, Miami was like, we're going to give this guy a chance. 
Uh, we're not worrying about playoffs. I mean, to me, making a change now when you're three and three, I mean, what else would you say? I don't know. I'm just looking at it, and um, I don't. He didn't lose his job, but Terry Bradshaw made a good point. I was listening to something he said earlier this week. He said, "If you're the Miami coaching staff, though, and you see this kid in practice every day, and you're just wondering, like, what." Like, you're sitting there, and if he's that good, you're wondering, well, maybe we do have to play him. Like, how how do we transition him in? And it's kind of one of those things where they say, like, it's kind of a good problem to have where Fitzpatrick is winning. You probably didn't think he would win at this point, and so by the time you got to this bye week, making the transition was going to be just fine because, oh, look at us. We're like 0-6 or maybe 1-5. We're going to get a good draft pick. Why don't we just play the rookie now? We've got nothing else to play for. But now they realize they're in a position where it's like, well, this was kind of the plan to begin with, but, I mean, he's winning. So, so what, do, what do we do here? So, it was kind of, it was, they kind of had their hands tied behind their back because right. that had almost been what the rumor was going to, do, to be they were going to do all year, was when it got to the break, the bye week, they were going to transition to Tua because that gives him an extra week of preparation for this next game, and then he can come in and start. So you know what ha- you know what Tua has, and Fitzpatrick have in Miami that a lot of teams don't have. A defense. They got a good defense. Hey Terry, would you love? Would you like the Cowboys' defense to be giving up eighteen point eight points a game? Yeah, if we was doing that, we'd be unbeaten. Cowboys are giving up 36, worse than the Woo. NFL. Twice as many points as the Dolphins. The Dolphins are tied, guys, for the third best I think that's Flores' like, repertoire, though. I think he was a defensive guy when he was under right. Belichick. Now listen to this. Listen to the losses. Patriots week one by 10. Mm-hmm. They only gave up 21. Mm-hmm. Offense only scored 11. Maybe Bill Belichick could can shut down a Ryan Fitzpatrick offense. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Week two, lost by three to the Bills. Week five, lost by a touchdown to the Seahawks. So he's lost to Russell Wilson, Cam Newton and the Patriots, and Josh Allen and the Bills, who all got some pretty decent teams. Combined, they had definitely have a winning record. Yeah. Uh, Patriots only one under five hundred right now at two and three. But that's who Fitzpatrick has lost to. They beat the Jets 24-0. They beat the 49ers, and they beat the Jaguars. So they beat the teams they're supposed to beat, mm-hmm. and they've lost the teams they're supposed to lose to. And looking down that schedule, they got Rams at Cardinals, and they got Chargers, Broncos, Jets, Bengals, four straight games. And then the end with hell, Chiefs, Patriots, Raiders, and Bills. But Hunter, at that time of the season, they might beat the Patriots in week 14 or the next to last week of the season or two weeks to the go of the season. You don't know if Cam you don't will be know. healthy. You don't know if Cam will be healthy. You don't know and you, if two is on fire. And you don't know if, like, all cylinders are firing in Miami. You just never know. That, that's that's what, kind of what's so great about football. Weird week situation. to week in the NFL, you never know. So, Terry, you were asking about the Bengals earlier. Why are they still on the list? Well, Terry, they're half a game out of first in the NFC East. <laughs> but they're not in the <laughs> NFC East. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ain't that right, Hunter? Well, I mean, True. you know, well, you look at this paper, and I know if New York had won the other day and we had already eliminated them and they had been yeah. first. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, well, uh, what I'm about to do, Terry, probably next week, I'm going to go ahead and gray out 
the Cowboys, Eagles, and Bengals, and then just leave whoever's in the 14th spot there grayed out the whole year. Would that just be the most efficient thing to do? Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All you got to do is make it. Instead of guessing anything which one, can happen. Which one of the teams is out? Anything <laughs> can happen. I mean, Let's the Giants it. are one and six, and they're <clears throat> one and a half games out of first place. I mean, anybody, anybody in this league, in this Hunter, after seven weeks, if any team in this division goes on a three-game win streak, they got a two-game lead. Yeah, that's <laughs> Dallas. If Dallas wins, beats Washington. Turns around, beats Philadelphia next week. <laughs> Dallas has a two-game lead. I mean, they're out of there. They're, they're gone. This is ridiculous. <laughs> what's the lowest amount, you guys? Well, what's going to win the? I East? told you. Is seven the goal? No, I told you six, six would win it. You think six is going to win? Oh it? God, yes. As bad as these four teams are, yes. Terry, you think six will win it? Possibility. I could see six, eight, and one winning it if it's the Eagles. All right. So power poll: twenty-five Minnesota, twenty-four the Chargers, twenty-three Bengals, twenty-two the Washington Football Team, who just announced Terry that they still may be named the Washington Football Team next year. They haven't got it together yet. There's only two teams in here, and we went over this last week. <laughs> Washington Football Team. It just has numbers, and the Cleveland Browns, who have nothing. Yeah, they got Brown. Uh, yeah. San Francisco. <laughs> They're three hundred, but two of their losses are without the G-Man. Uh, are they better or worse? Are they going to make a run at this playoff? I think uh, I think the 49ers are better than what the record shows. Is the NFC West the best division in football? Um, it's either them or the NFC North. Or, I'm sorry, AFC North. I believe that. So, you basically are the 49ers better than the Bengals. Yes. Well, then, yeah, there you go. There you go. There's not a losing record in the NFC West right now. There's not. And there's four in the NFC East. <laughs> we'll we'll flip flop with one of them. Think about that. One of those West teams aren't going to get in because the Cowboys or Eagles or somebody does. Oh man. Uh, Nineteen was the Dolphins. Twenty Eagles. At eighteen is where we got the Panthers. They got beat by the Raiders, who got beat by the Patriots. So they're all in a row there. Then the, then the Saints are sitting out at fifteen. They've only played five games. They're going to get back on track this week. And I don't know if they do get back. Well, I don't on know. Track. I, mean, I just meant playing. Oh yeah, playing. Yeah, I was. Say, I, think, I think they lose. Who they got? I don't know who they play, but now they're without Emmanuel Sanders and without Michael Thomas this weekend. We should have known. They host the Carolina Panthers. Oof. We'll talk about that in just a minute. Uh, Let's finish up the power poll. So to be in the top 14, you have to be in the playoffs, right, Terry? You can't win the Super Bowl if you're not in. That's true. Cowboys were at 14. Uh, That may change. This was before last night's game or Thursday night's games, of course. Uh, We do these on Wednesday. Uh, 13, the Arizona Cardinals. 12, the Colts. I got the Bears at 11. I saw somebody with them at a 5 in the power on their power pole on one of the networks, Hunter, at 5th. Mm. Um, I just don't trust the quarterback and offense right now, the situation. I like Nick Foles, but I don't – Listen, let me give it a couple of weeks, and then we might have him up there. Let's see. That defense is legit. Yeah, it, it is. The defense right now is ranked 4, 7, 8 in the NFL. Folks, ladies and gentlemen, 49 and 54 Super Bowls have won, been won by top – 12 defense. Uh, Ravens 1, Cardinals 2, Steelers 3, Dolphins 4, Rams 5, Colts 6, Bears 7, Bucks 8, Chiefs 9, 49ers 10. So the top 9 defenses are in. Broncos at 11, Patriots at 12. Panthers have improved from the next to last defense last year, although maybe they've been last in scoring it to all the way up to about 13th right now. Uh, top 10, I got Browns at 9, Packers 8, Rams 7. And Bucks sitting at six right now. That was before the big win this weekend, or or, or what? Or no, no, they're four and two still. 
Uh, that was before they added Antonio Brown and all that. Do you think Brown helps or or hurts hurts some guys? Uh, I think he's a. I think he helps if he's got his head on straight. Easily, he that's helps. A, that's I mean, a big if. the problem is, is he gonna be the diva that he was in Pittsburgh when touches weren't going his way? Think about it. He's not the big guy on this wide receiver core. Yeah, there's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Like, come on, AB. Like, you bring a lot to the table. But at this point, I think he's doing what Le'Veon Bell is doing. When Le'Veon Bell signed with the Chiefs, I truly believe he's ring chasing right now. He yeah, just wants a and ring. sometimes I think it, it, Tampa Bay kind of reminds me of now, and I'm not saying this is going to happen to him. They kind of remind me of the old Oakland Raiders where they went after Sap, they went after every high name that you could get, but it made them no better. And I don't know whether this is a good thing for them to go get him. Will that create controversy amongst our wide receivers of who's in the game at what yeah. time? It helps Tom Brady if they're all out there. But when you have somebody bickering the ball was never thrown to me, then you're going to have it because he does not have that out of Givens and them guys. Those guys do not do that. Tom Brady runs the offense and they do it. But Antonio Brown's going to want the ball. And, you know, just hope it don't bring bickering amongst high elite athletes right. at Tampa Bay. Obviously, Brady wanted him there. He had him in, had him in New England for a couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and, and he's practiced and played with them. So, uh, top five, Ravens at five, Chiefs at four, Titans at three. And then my top two teams who I picked to make the Super Bowl are still combined. 10-0, Seahawks and Steelers. Uh, Steelers, the top three, they're number three in defense the Seahawks are not number three. They're in about 16th, 17th, right in front of Washington and Green Bay, middle of the pack. But, you know, you know, you look at the Bills, uh, Hunter, the defense isn't there. The Browns have no defense right now. Packers' defense is pretty suspect. But but when you look at those top five, six teams, most of them do got a good defense except that Seattle. Right. Uh, that Seattle unit. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh's very strong with Ben back now. Eh. You give him a defense that gives that's under 20 points saying. a game, Terry, they're going to yeah. beat about anybody. That's it. I mean, it, it, that's just a fact. I, I have supreme confidence in Roethlisberger scoring 20 points we'll a game. We'll see this weekend. <laughs> All right, because you look at who they've played in those five games and then who they're playing this weekend, yeah. it is a very substantial difference. All right, so uh, you both can just pick these games. Lines at Falcons. Falcons by two and a half. Give me the Falcons. Yeah, give me the Falcons. Browns at Bengals. Brownies favored by three. Yeah, I'll take the Browns. I got the Browns. Steelers for $274 today, guys. 5-0 versus 5-0. My number one team versus my number three team. Titans favored by one and a half. Now, real quick, did you see Ryan Clark's comments on Derrick Henry? He said he's a fake tough guy. What? Why would you say that? Ryan Why Clark, would you not? Ryan Clark said Derrick Henry's a fake tough guy. He said, watch any highlight, and you never see Derrick Henry stiff arm a defensive lineman or a linebacker. The only people who ever uh-huh. runs over stiff arms are defensive backs. And he says when the big guys get near him, he goes down. And he straight up called him out on TV. Well, I'm telling you what's going to happen this week. Pittsburgh going to hit him. They're going to try. No, they're going to They're going to try. No, they're going to hit him. Here's the thing. That's, but that's why I said He's less why. than 100 yards. Ryan Clark, I know, is an ex-stealer. Right. So I'm sitting here saying, why would you say that? Why would you fuel that motivation for Clark him? Clark, went so far as to say, I would love to be out there right now so yeah. I could meet him in the hole. 
Because I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I would light him up. Like, I, bet, I bet he would. <laughs> I really bet he would. I bet Ryan, and I'm not going to take away, Ryan Clark was a good defensive he's back. He's saying he's not. But let tough. me tell you something. Don't just sit there and badmouth King Henry, okay? There's a reason why he runs for 200-plus yards a game. There won't be no 200. Is Who you got, Hunter? I got Tennessee. All right. It's got at home, Pittsburgh. isn't it? It's at it's in Tennessee. At home, they're favored by one and a half. Pittsburgh. And that style of play favors them. They, they can ah. just keep the ball out of their hands. The biggest difference in this game is going to be your quarterback position, and Ben Roethlisberger's way better. 31-20. Whoa, are you, just compa- are you just saying that because you're thinking about Miami Dolphins, Tannehill, no, or have you no. seen the numbers Tannehill has put maybe up since Tannehill he got to Tennessee? Maybe, maybe, ben Roethlisberger. Maybe without even saying the word Ryan Tannehill, Hunter, Ben Roethlisberger's really good. He's all right. <laughs> He's all right. He's made three Super Bowls. He's okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, Panthers at Saints. Saints favored by seven, but they got no wide receivers, Hunter. They need Antonio uh, Brown. I'm going with the Panthers. I'm going with Saints. I think the Panthers win. I agree. I I've seen what Drew Brees looks like without Michael Thomas. Now you take away Emmanuel Sanders and Michael Thomas. Both of them aren't playing. Come on. You I take mean, away the Saints. Saints lose this game. Saints don't make playoffs. Which is crazy to think. There's a chance, um, you know, you just that it's a tough division. Um, the, the thing about this game is that I don't think the Panthers are bad. So I think they're still just trying to get things worked out. Aver- I think they're an average team. But the thing about it is that they're dangerous enough to beat a team. Let's say, I, I'm not saying Breeze can't win. So you're taking Bridgewater to go to his former team and beat them? Possibly. Maybe. Mm. I'm, I'm not feeling confident about it at all. It's a $200 for tickets if anybody wants one. Are they letting people in? Yeah. Yeah, they some people was there last time. Bills at Jets. Ooh. Uh, Bills. <laughs> Terry, what do you think about three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten teams with – or 11 teams with one loss or less. No, the Eagles just won. So well, the NFL wants teams. parody. Ten teams <laughs> have one loss or less. And we went through it, Terry. Only two of them, we think. One actually, win or less. Yeah, one win or less. We went through it. Only two of them, we think, maybe tanking. The rest of them are just garbage. <laughs> They're just like the, They're the just Falcons bad. aren't tanking for Lawrence. The Texans aren't tanking for Lawrence. <laughs> They're just bad. The Jets weren't. The Giants weren't. I don't think the Lions were. They Who's are. taking for Lawrence? Jacksonville. Yeah. Right. Jacksonville's about the only one. And even Gardner Minshew plays good. <laughs> so, anyway, Cowboys. Terry, you had some uh, Cowboys. Well, you know, they're not the rivals anymore because it's not Cowboys and Indians anymore. So, they're just the Maryland football team. So, the Cow- the Dallas Cowboys will face in Landover, Maryland today for $206 at 54 degrees temperature. Who's going to watch that? No, well, I just sent y'all some stuff. I mean, you know, you're playing at Cowboys Stadium. We Who's have two stadiums. We got one up there at FedEx, and we got one in Dallas. But uh, we've played 20 times up there, and Dallas has won 13 of them. So, you know, hey, put your money where it all goes. Take Dallas. <laughs> yeah, I put Dallas down. Uh, I, I'm Terry, Terry, I'm this close to having to start to look for a new team. Cause, oh, no, don't yeah. tell me that. Yes. Brownie, yes. Brownies, Who is this Washington team? Brownies. I don't know. And I'd jump on that Tampa Bay bandwagon with Andre. He Heck used to no. pull for the Washington Redskins. Now he pulls for the Maryland football team. I don't that, know is who not, that, is. that might not be who he signed up for. That's not it. That's Green, not Bay. <laughs> Green Bay Packers at Texans. Packers favored by three and a half. Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. I think they cover heavily, too. The matchup yeah. of a Super Bowl I watched in Boone for 400. Forty-two dollars. 
Buccaneers at Raiders in Vegas. Give me Tampa Bay. I have no, Give I have me no spread on this game. the Raiders because they beat Kansas City and they will beat Tampa Bay. Didn't they say this game might be postponed, though? There's a yeah, chance. they've said that. Right. Possibly. Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs. Well, well, I'm going to tell you what, though. If we were sat here and think about it, they keep talking about Oakland not even having an offensive line. Yeah. Yeah, it's they all said all of, were, all of them were quarantined. Yeah. Chiefs so. at Broncos. Chiefs. Chiefs favored by eight. But wait a minute, Hunter. Wait a minute. I know Drew Locke is back. But also... It's in Denver, Colorado, mm-hmm. and the temperature is going to be 19 degrees. I mean, it's Kansas cold in Kansas City, City too, yeah. so I'm going to give I'm going to give it Kansas City to Patrick. Win. It's not 19 degrees in Kansas City. No, uh, he's played in that weather before. Uh, listen, the Broncos last week beat the Patriots by field, or just by kicking field goals, basically. Yeah, you can't the, do that to beat Kansas. The Broncos City. have the 11th best defense in the NFL. Be be scared, people. Kansas City. 49ers at Patriots, the Garoppolo Bowl. I, I saw an analyst say yesterday that Cam Newton is still better than Jimmy Garoppolo. I got the 49ers winning this ball game. Is Cam better than Garoppolo? Mm. Mm, he might be more skilled. Like he can just do more just because he can move more, but Garoppolo is the better thrower of the football. I got Patriots. Patriots favored by two and a half, Terry. Win outright or 49ers squeak at cover in. No, they went out. Right. You almost got to pick. Win that. By four. You almost got to pick to win out right. I got twenty four twenty. Twenty four twenty. Jaguars at Chargers. One team's trying to lose, the other team's not. Chargers Neither one win. Of them any good. Uh, Chargers have the better defense, yeah. but can Herbert Agum not blow games at the very end? I'm taking the Jags. You know, taking Chargers. Seahawks at Cardinals. Seahawks uh, are favored by three and a half on the road. At the Cardinals? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Seattle. I'm going to take Arizona to pull upset. And I, lo- and I lo- look, I want Arizona yeah. to do it because I, there's no reason really Seattle should keep winning with that bad of a defense. But I think somehow they pull it out their butt. Okay. With Russell Wilson. Bears at Rams. Rams favored by six on Monday night. Football. And that's at, at the Rams. Bears really? at Rams. Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams since they're playing at home. Monday the Bears are good, I but I think the Rams will win at home. Sorry. I clicked the button. You can learn this, what? This lady, the, the Cortana lady on the internet. Ah, uh, yes. I, cl- I clicked the, the, the search. I'm going to take the Rams, <laughs> too. I just think, look, as good as the Bears' defense is, that offense has to show me something. They do. All right. Uh, any other news and notes, guys? Because guess what about that offense? I ain't. It ain't impressing me much. Not at all. You do, you do look like Shania Twain. That's what I thought. Um, any other news and notes that you guys have that, that's come through this past week? Nope, uh, just thank, uh, nope, thank you, Big Ten, for showing up. Yeah, and I, like I just, I one. you know, this is our week that we look for because today, State plays Carolina. Tomorrow, Washington plays Dallas. There you go. Uh, Terry, real quick, uh, since 1996, can you name the eight teams that haven't been to a conference championship game? Well, I know uh, Dallas is one of them. <laughs> Washington is too. Dallas, Washington, <laughs> the Bills, Dolphins, Cleveland, Bengals, Lions, Texans, and Browns. Yeah. Since two thousand nine, you know he's been in the most AFC Championship games, besides the Patriots, Steelers, the, the New York Jets. Oh, the Jets. How about that? They, they they've been to the How most AFC Championship. How about games the worst team in football? Yeah. In New York, two thousand. Uh, nine. 
Uh, I think that, that was a three and one joke for Hunter. Didn't, he didn't. <laughs> Yadier, real quick, was uh, he was pissed off. Did you see how they did the gold gloves this year, Hunter? Instead of you doing the regular voting and, and the stuff they've had for years, they they did a computer simulation advanced metric system that that actually ranked Yadier as the fourth best catcher in the National League Central. So wasn't even the best catcher in his own division. According to the advanced, whatever random stats they made up. So who'd they give the gold glove to for catcher? I, it, there's a three There's three finalists right now. They announced the finalists. Oh. They haven't announced it. So, but he was mad about that yesterday, how he's not well, even Well, Freddie Freeman was voted baseball <laughs> player of the year by some yeah. by some website or something. Yeah. So. Don't he have just one gold glove? Freddie I think Freeman? he only has one, yeah. yeah. He might so. have two this year. Like after yeah. this year, he might. Because yeah. I think they said he is uh, in. Goldschmidt. Uh, the leader in the category. Okay. And that, okay. like I said, they're doing nothing but the metrics. So Gold, That's it? Yeah. Goldschmidt's the, the leader. Is Freeman even part of the final uh, three? I'm not 100% sure on that. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Yadier's not in your... If he's not top four are in, they, the, in and the and central... They, answer me this. Are they going to do that that little metric to measure out who the MVP is in each division? I do because not, if I do they do... Know. I do not know. I make me so mad because the only thing that Mookie Betts has is war. I do not know. Yeah. And and maybe a World Series ring. Nah. And, and maybe beat him head to head. Nah. None of that counts. None of that counts. <laughs> Happy Saturday, everybody. Uh, Halloween next week. Terry, got your costume ready? Hunter, yours? I've had it on. We'll see you guys next week. KDCBroadcasting.com. Once I fall in